0: Hey paisanos and welcome to the pretty pixels podcast you had to know I was gonna do that
1: no I didn't it's
0: not the it's not the right Mario show or hey, movie paisanos. or anything it's
1: the super Mario <laughs> brother super show
0: didn't I was literally looking up to see what the copyright on that song was because I thought that would be an, an amazing intro to use but obviously very very copyrighted Deke, Deke uh, still owns that right deke um and then nintendo i think also holds the copyright so yeah it's um it's locked down pretty tight but if you haven't heard the, the super mario brother super show theme song we might even have an episode in the future about that show have you seen that paul no oh, God. okay okay that's the voice of Paul, the absolute backsta- backstabber Grosskopf. How, How are you doing, Paul? Doing
2: well. Stabbing backs, getting crits, getting <laughs> magical sword hits on my enemies in Elden Ring. Woo-woo! Yeah. See, I
0: was talking about when you backstabbed me in GTA, but we'll talk, oh, we'll talk, about, that. We'll yeah. talk about that.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Let me pause then to say, um, we'll probably go into this, but I am a traitor, but I'm a remorseful... <laughs> Trader, I am so sorry, Joey. Let me instantly, once again, instantly yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that.
0: And the other voice you heard, of course, was Ron. I'm in last place. I hope the, the pressure doesn't get to you, Kluinski. The pressure got on? to you
1: guys, did it not? You both, <laughs> not you, for a while, <laughs> but I mean, it did, it got to you. And I don't
0: know if it was the pressure from you being in last place. Like It wasn't like, oh no, Ron's behind us. Where is he? I
3: think I got
2: confused and thought we were playing Mario Kart and that Ron was getting really great items because he was in third
3: place. (laughs) Yeah.
2: His great item was my own (laughs) self-sabotaging psychology.
0: Um, Which will, again, another GTA story, so we'll talk about that as well. But our main... Focus. Our feature for the episode is the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993, and we've all seen it before. This, right? Am I right about that? I think we all saw yeah, it.
1: Yeah, we. I've seen it multiple times. I'm, don't yeah, mind, don't mind me.
0: Okay. And then, um but we 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 rewatched it for the podcast. We have a lot to talk about. um it, Like, I don't know if this is bad timing or what, but we had been talking about it for a long time, and we're finally like. Let's do it. Let's let's finally just make this, you know, make it rip, and, and rip then, this band aid off. And then literally what, like two days ago or something, Retronauts posted their episode about Super Mario Brothers the movie, so we're like, ah, damn it. And they get funding and stuff. So they're I haven't listened to it yet, but it's probably more comprehensive than ours. But don't listen to it just out of spite. Yeah, Listen that's
2: right. Hey, they're they're they were bought out by a big um Mario Brothers movie like the industry. It was the fucking
1: Scapelli brothers. Yeah,
2: it was the Scapelli brothers bought them out. They they're and, not going to tell you the
1: and Chris Pratt yeah, that's
2: right. Chris Pratt and the Scapelli brothers bought them out. They're not going to say the truth on their podcast. We're, exactly. We're going to deliver like a, a steaming hot pizza that lands in um, King Koopa's goo at the end of the movie. We're going to deliver oh you God. some delicious truth, you
0: know, <laughs> which. Yeah. So we all three of us, I think, watched the extended uh, I, Morton and Jinkle cut.
1: I did not because I could. not oh, OK. I could not get it. So you guys are going to be. Blowing my mind with twenty minutes of extra footage.
0: <laughs> which yeah, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about that. Um the pizza w-
2: the pizza part was nice. <laughs> it was a nice um yeah. closer on that bit. Right. Um, <laughs> but After, which I
0: didn't know that I needed until I saw it, and then I was like, ah, oh, of course. <laughs> the missing piece. But uh but yeah, so we'll we'll be talking about that. Uh before we get there, I have a question for you gentlemen. In part based on the movie i didn't think it was actually i wrote this in my own personal notes for the show before the movie but then i was like there's something in the movie that actually speaks to this do you guys have skincare routines
1: i mean i just kind of wash my face i don't really moisturize my face at all i probably should but i already having a hard enough time like flossing every night so to then do something on my face as well it sucks yeah paul
2: yeah, I, I have, like, like sort of, like, facial wash and, like, facial body wash that I use, like, obviously, and I, I wash my face at night, but, like, yeah, I don't do, like, like masks or anything regularly. Now, occasionally, I have got a little bit of, like, charcoal on there, like, mm-hmm. uh, did, you know, some of those, and those have been fun, but it's not part of my routine. And,
1: and like, Andrea got that, like, foaming stuff, and that stuff's really, like, it feels weird, like, and your face kind of burns afterward, but it feels nice afterwards, but... It's uh, again, it's just kind of a pain he has to do, especially when I'm really well, bad and, at taking care of myself.
2: Well, and King Koopa actually has, I've used that What he did the like hand the wax thing. Oh, yeah, the mud? Oh, the hand wax. Hand wax where he like pulls it out. And, yes. Yeah, it does feel really good.
0: Yeah. I did that. I have a very poignant memory or very vivid memory of the hand wax thing because when I was in my like freshman year of college, there was a girl that I went to high school with. And she ended up in the same English class as me in in our community college. And I developed this like intense crush on her. And she broke up with her boyfriend like near the end of the semester. And I was like, oh, my God, this is my chance. I've never had the courage to ask a girl out. I'm going to do it. And so it was like one of the last days of class and we were walking out together and there was like this hand wax station where you could like dip your hands and like make your little hands and make your own pool little thingy and so we did that and the whole time i'm so fucking nervous because i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna ask her i'm gonna like make my move i didn't really like we were on the way out and this also ties into the movie again because of luigi but we were like on the way out and I was like, oh, just um, so I just I don't know. I mean, the semester's almost over and everything. And I um, I just I just wanted to let you know that I, I like you like I'm in fucking middle school. That's what I said. <laughs> I said, I like you. I wasn't like, hey, do you want to go out sometime? Can we exchange? Do you want my number? No, I was like, I like you. Oh, <laughs> I'm oh, in fucking Joey. college. It was oh, so pathetic. Joey. But we'll see where you know where I got that from fucking Luigi. But we'll get there. We'll get there.
2: Wait. So what? What happened?
0: Nothing. She was just like,
2: "Oh, okay. that's cool. Oh, That's that
0: was, cool." That's <laughs> oh, that no! pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, well, no. Joey, yeah. if it
1: makes you feel any better, I got my I got numbers from girls uh, in college, and I was just like, "Oh, okay, that cool." Doesn't make me feel and, better. <laughs> well, uh, but then did nothing with it because I was a fucking idiot. Because I'm just I like, know. yeah, I, yeah, you know that that like, oh shit, they were hitting on me. Oh, I have that
0: same thing. Yeah. I have some instances where I have, there was this girl in freshman. I don't know how the fuck this is, you know, it's all Luigi's fault. <laughs> Luigi's got me thinking about these things, but in, in my freshman year of high school, there was this girl. So like before freshman year, actually it was like over the summer between I think seventh and eighth grade, I went to this Christian summer camp and there was this girl named Katie. Ron knows all about this. I think. Yeah. Um, and I met her at summer camp, which is only two weeks long. And I, from my little seventh, eighth grade mind, I thought I fell in love with her. I was like, love of my life. Oh, my God. I was writing like literally like dozens and dozens of poems about her. And I was just getting into poetry at the time. So I'm using really cheesy romantic language like my love, the eyes of my loves are embers of fucking stupid bullshit like that. And then I went to high school after that. And I'm in the cafeteria freshman year, one of the first days of the semester of or the, or the school year. And guess who fucking walks in? And now that might not sound crazy to some of you if, you, if you're if you from like a smaller area where everyone that you knew from middle school went to your high school. I was, in, I was in Chicago, which is a major city where you test into some high schools, which I did. I tested into this high school. So there's it wasn't, you know, we didn't go to middle school together. So that was one thing. But like you're at this high school with a bunch of people that you don't know. I knew like four or five people from the in the entire school. And it's a big high school, like 4000 students and in walks katie the love of my life and i'm like it's fucking destiny you know what i mean or to quote um what's his name from back to the future it's density and (laughs) so she and i'm like this is i can't believe it and guess what she ended up in my math class and my english class and i i know and i was like there's no fucking way but i was so i think infatuated with the idea of like unrequited love that of course I didn't fucking do anything, but of course it's high school. So she finds out that I like her and she starts sending me notes in math class being pretending to not be herself, pretending to be her friend and being like, I heard you like this girl, Katie like have you thought about talking to her and i'm like hey i don't she doesn't care i don't and it's like i think you should talk to her so this is her writing (laughs) i think you should talk to me basically and i'm like i don't know yeah she probably doesn't care about who i am so then she takes initiative and in english class the other class that we have together one day we have like a free period where we can work on stuff she comes up and tries talking to me she like crouches next to my desk and she's like Oh, I what are you writing cuz she sees me writing in a notebook, probably fucking poem number 200 about her. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, nothing. Like I was so it was the fucking worst, <laughs> oh, man. No. She tried so hard to actually oh, make something happen. No. But my dumb ass, Mr. No. like unrequited love. Have you
1: stalked her on Facebook lately?
0: I sent her a, fr- a friend request, yeah, because oh. because our high school had this like I don't want to say Renaissance, but our like our high school alumni page blew up at a certain point a few years ago, and so like a bunch of old people were coming back and like reconnecting and everything. And I reconnected with one of the girls who passed the notes to me, so like was in the chain of like note Mm -hmm. passers. So who I eventually started read because she would like read the notes and be like, "Oh, this is just some fucking tea." So then she started getting in on it and started (laughs) writing me letters um and so then we reconnected on there and she's like oh do you remember that and then she's like do you still have those and I'm like, I'm like of course i still have those i have all the fucking notes in my little in the little fucking thing and i obsess about them i'm just kidding um <laughs> but i was like i'll scan them And so i scanned them and, and sent them to her and we like reminisced and she's like have you looked her up you should reconnect and so i looked her up but she doesn't use facebook she has an account but mm. yeah, oh, but maybe she maybe, doesn't really she, use maybe
2: it. she's single
0: she might be. When Katie, that, if that, you're out there. That would be
2: amazing. <laughs> Katie, if you're a listener, like, one, why have you not emailed the show? What? She <laughs> even just reconnect with Joey. Pass a note along. You can
1: pre- I did it. You can pretend yeah. to be somebody else and the write idea, it. The idea that she might be one of the 20-something listeners. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the, the really sad thing is, like, to, to keep with the theme of destiny, guess where? what the last update on her Facebook page was in terms of, like, her occupation? What? She went to graduate school at NIU and was a teacher's assistant, which is what I am now.
2: (laughs) No fucking way. So. That is nuts. Same school,
0: same college.
2: What if you passed her, you know, just like walking around campus and you didn't even, because you weren't thinking you would see
0: well, I think I, I, I probably recognize her.
2: Yeah, but what if she had like a like a big hat on and like that's Jackie, true. Jackie O glasses? What if she and... had
1: a big hat on? You would not yeah, recognize her at all. That's you think, true. You think yeah. she'd be Lady D? Yeah, well, uh, actually, you would have been. So yeah, I'll, she I'll should. Again. She should have dressed
2: up as Lady D. There's no way, you know, Joey doesn't miss a Lady D in person. I can't. Yeah, imagine. That's right. <laughs>
0: um, anyway, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, we got quite, way sidetracked there. What, uh, what were we talking about?
2: Oh uh, well, listeners, uh, keep you know, keep, keep keep tuned because uh, this will be a reoccurring segment as Joey tries to rekindle this like beautiful the, the,
1: the new reoccurring segment. Joey, have you contacted? Katie, I'll make a <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make a song for that one.
0: Yes, no, it's yes! going to be Joey. Have you learned anything? Because then she's going to reach out and be like, "Actually, yeah, I still I've I've been in love with you this entire time," and I'm going to be like.
3: Oh okay. Oh, hey, cause that's cool.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm kind <laughs> of oh busy. God. I don't know if I can hang out. <laughs> oh um, I gotta do. I
1: gotta do the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I gotta go. I gotta go. I <laughs> gotta go walk my cat.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm in a relationship. Her name's Bella. <laughs> yeah. Love of my life.
0: <laughs> Which
3: is boring. true. She is. Katie, if go
2: you're ahead. listening, don't believe him.
3: He's, he's just he's he's going back
2: to his un, his tragic unrequited love roots. Yeah, don't trust him. Keep keep pushing beneath that layer of tragic poetry as a sweet man. <laughs> oh
0: Lord. Um speaking of sweet men, that's not I, that's literally not the transition, but we should, pro- we should probably move on to yeah, the next let's, let's go ahead. Um I will update you if, if she ever accepts my friend request, but I don't think that's going to that's going to happen. Um, So there wasn't a ton in terms of news. There were like things that like, I don't know, or I guess were sort of noteworthy, but I'm I don't know. Maybe I'm just being cynical about the news lately, but there wasn't anything that jumped out at me. So a couple of small news stories that I wanted to talk about. Number one, Sony is setting up a game preservation team to, quote, ensure our industry's history isn't forgotten. And that's been something that a lot of video game historians have been pushing for is like, why aren't the platform holders doing anything like they are the ones that have these extensive catalogs? And in theory, they have the tools to keep all of those, those games go across their desk at some point or another for quality assurance or whatever. Why are you not keeping them and saving them, preserving them? And the big platform holders have mostly been silent about it. But Uh, Sony apparently is is starting to take that seriously. And as they pointed out in GameDeveloper.com, which is where I pulled this from, it comes shortly after the announcement of the PlayStation Plus Premium, where they're offering this big catalog of old games. So I have to wonder if there's something there, if, if maybe that is part of it, is if they're thinking, well, we're already going to be restoring in some way and offering access to these old titles why don't we just kind of formalize it and which is exciting because i i hope that that means then if they're going to be trying to chronicle and archive other old games like an extensive list of old playstation games if that means that more of them might come to the platform but any thoughts about about this any excitement
1: yeah i mean they're I, probably oh, oh go ahead, paul you first
2: Oh no! I was just gonna say, yeah. There's, there's. I think there's definitely synergy between those two things, and I'm excited for it because, um, yeah, I, I love that that goal just by itself. I think is super important, um, and also, uh, yeah, to have access to to be able to enjoy like the the fruits of that labor with uh, this new PlayStation service would be awesome. So yeah, huzzah! Yeah. This is good news.
1: I was going to say they're probably doing it because they realize people will buy stuff. So they're like, maybe we should actually take this seriously and we can sell people stuff again.
0: I, uh, yeah, I, that's probably correct, but I am hoping like there's a less cynical side of me. That's like hoping that because this is a separate team that they will allow it to be a separate team and not, you know, if it has financial implications or economic implications, then I'm okay with that as long as it's consumer-friendly. You know what I mean? I'll pay for those. I'll pay for access to those. But, you know, again, I think the important thing is that even if it is financially motivated in the end, that they're doing something to preserve those old titles. So,
2: Well, and I think Sony has had a history of showing that, like, obviously this is financially motivated in some way, or at least made financially viable by the fact that they're already doing that kind of work in preparation for this new service launching but like i'm thinking about like when they didn't green light days gone which i mean you know you can agree or not agree with that decision but i think like the grounds for that decision wasn't sales it was like them having like integrity about like the the quality of games they want to create which i i think is really cool you know and, and unsurprising and kind of surprising you know like when you look at the industry as a whole like yeah. if something sells you know like and, and Days Gone did sell a lot like um you would you you'd see a lot of other you know sort of companies jump at that but they didn't and I think that You know, I don't. I don't necessarily agree or disagree with that decision because I wasn't there for the pitch meeting for the sequel. But like, I don't know. Oh, you
1: didn't get invited? Oh, sorry. No. Well,
2: I it's. I'm on. I told them I'm on the Pre Pixels podcast. Um, You should play Thronebreaker by the way. While I had you here, and then (laughs) as I said that, they slammed the door um, shut. Uh, Yeah, but no, I I don't know that guy. Yeah, yeah. And their commitment throughout the years to two games that like prestige single player narrative games that aren't like like sort of sale money making juggernauts like FIFA or like Fortnite or something but like are great games and like I just I think yeah one thing I generally like about Sony is that like obviously they they care a lot about making money but um they don't you know do that at the cost of like artistic integrity or like their their sort of relationship with like gaming culture on the whole which I think is really cool
0: yeah Agreed. The other story that I have is also from gamedeveloper.com dot com, and it's uh, that Meta is spending around three billion dollars a quarter on Meta Metaverse development, and they pointed out in the article that I don't have open. I, I ended up closing it, but they're not making that money back. And this is purely like R and D kind of thing. Like yeah, they and- they're making like six hundred and something million.
1: Yeah. So, uh, the vision lost about almost three billion in a quarter. Ah, uh, while only pulling in about six hundred and fifty million in revenue,
0: yeah, so they're losing two and a half Ugh. billion a quarter, and I don't know. That makes me wonder. Like, I was thinking about the metaverse and how, like, what are they doing? Like, their their vision seems mixed in terms of you know it's going to be like a gaming space, but a social space, but a a workspace. But then I got to thinking about Epic. Because Epic has also been working on their own version of the metaverse. And I was like, Epic has with, if we talk about like the new unreal engine and the ability to make these like big open world spaces that are somewhat procedurally generated or at the very least, very easy for developers to get in there and start changing things and um, like kind of generate a world and then, and then fine tune it. And then all of the partnerships they had. So I was looking into their partnerships because I thought of Fortnite. And I was like, think about how many different skins there have been for Fortnite. And part of it, of course, financially, that game is huge, making billions of dollars. So that's probably, you know, a carrot attractive enough or tasteful and tasty enough to attract a lot of people. But like, and then I was like, you have like the Alien franchise, which I am not normally used to seeing. And which I I felt like, I think, I think it's 21st Century Fox that owns that wouldn't be like oh make our characters cartoony and have a xenomorph running around shooting guns and like you know attacking a giant banana like it seems so silly but they've they have dc and marvel and like all of these different fucking properties and then when you look at who epic is actually partnering with they have dozens of partners including both disney and warner brothers so like two competing franchises and again you know side by side uh in in Fortnite with those companies and so then i'm like man and they've been pouring a ton of money into their version of the metaverse and i'm like are we actually going to get ready player one like when that movie came out everyone thought ah that's like decades away which of course the virtual reality part of it sure but now i'm starting to think that with unreal or with epic especially that they're kind of working toward that am i
1: uh we already, we already had it. It was called PlayStation Home and it was great and they took it from us. Well that
0: but they didn't I couldn't be a giant banana. I can I you I did. can only own like three pieces of clothing without that's, paying money for that's it. That's
1: all you needed because we just needed the suit and the gloves, and that was it. And we would just go that's stalk true. people. Yeah.
0: It was very fun.
1: <laughs> we literally that's all we ever did was we just walked around like we had like just like a suit and like driving gloves on and we would just walk around and just stalk people and literally just like walk up to them and just stand by them. And then if they'd move, we'd just follow them.
0: Right. Well, the best was like, if there was someone who a bunch of people were following around, cause we would basically troll the white knights. So like, if there was like a, a, a cute girl avatar that was walking around, there would be like this trail of guys following her and like trying to get her attention and like doing dances and stuff. So we would just go stand behind bushes and be like half visible with our gloves on. And oh, eventually God. they would like run over and be like, what are you doing? Do you know her? And we were like, you know, They're no, just, what are just, you talking? I'm just looking at this plant. We like, just fuck with them entirely. It was, it was really, great. Yeah. It was so much fun. And yeah. then, they,
1: then they closed it and took away our fun. Thanks, oh. Thanks, PlayStation. Thanks, PlayStation. Thanks much. But
0: PlayStation is another one. PlayStation owns a minority stake in, in, in Epic. So like... I don't know. I just, it is sort of exciting. I know it's probably a long time away and I, and who knows if it's going to take the shape that I want, but the idea that there might be a platform that's like Fortnite, but f- fighting or shooting or whatever is like the, one of the 50 different things that you can do on this platform and you can be whoever you want. I can be Chun-Li or Ray Skywalker or, you know, jack from jack and daxter whatever like i can pick a character kind of like vr chat but more legitimate and official
1: you know oh, uh, yeah. comic chat is what you're talking about remember comic chat you
0: keep going back to things that are like
3: <laughs>
1: things that have already happened things that yes yeah. you know, yes i want to be tiki mask <laughs> this, yeah this was this was the beatnik guy yeah this was yeah. this all happened decades ago joey this is nothing yeah new. i, think, I is think a flat circle
2: We need to look forward, and the metaverse is looking forward. Like, I can imagine the announcement trailer now, like, you just see two Gs roll down the screen, and then they move into the position of two boobs, and then it says, Guy Game. Yeah,
3: buddy. (laughs) You can be whichever young,
0: hot co-ed you want to. That is definitely
1: over the age of 18. We fact-checked it this time. We spent...
2: We spent $120 billion making
3: the guy game, two. Anyway... uh,
1: yeah i don't know how i feel about i don't i don't i don't like the metaverse
0: you don't you don't want that i mean i feel like a a previous version of you would have a previous version of you would have been really excited at the idea of like picking whatever character you want and
1: oh you mean like you mean like owning nolan north's voice and being able to use it in any video game possible like that like that sort of skin thing is that what you're talking about nfts is that what we're going on joey
0: no. That's NFT that's something completely different. No, because
1: that's just you're you're using his voice print for in any game that you want.
0: If I buy a Chun-Li skin, I'm not buying the only Chun-Li skin you're or buying... one of 42 v- versions of it uh, and having ownership over it Yet. and fucking Yet. using a bunch of just, computers just to Just wait until they do the support the, the blockchain the, the
1: limited gold versions of of them they're only going to have 50 of them. Then what are you going to do?
2: Wait. But you guys don't have fantasies on being on Jimmy Fallon and being like, "This is my Nolan North," and then Jimmy Fallon's like, "But no, this is my Nolan North." He wears a little little sailor's cap. Yeah. <laughs>
3: no, <laughs> I can safely say
0: I've never had that. <laughs> never had that fantasy. Um, but you're not you, so you're not excited at all, Ron. You're, you're completely... I, I don't
1: know. I the, the more I the more I hear about it, the less interested I am in it. I don't know yeah Paul?
2: I, I, I'm i interested but I the whole metaverse thing also kind of creeps me out a little bit like from an ethical level so it's like what they create might be really cool but like the people many of the people involved in it I'm like ooh yeah, yeah I think that's more so
1: it's like what are they going to do with all this once it's said and done sort of thing like
2: yeah, we'll see. yeah. who's going to be the uh, oh who's the actor who plays um, the main bad guy in ready player one
1: Oh,
0: he's from The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember his name. But who's going to be the
2: that guy of the Metaverse? I yeah. wonder. I mean,
1: we have like eighteen billionaires that could all right. take charge of that. So, right, who, oh, who's the kid. who's the worst one?
2: Yeah, that's a that's a good point.
1: Yeah, I'm excited
0: at the concept. I just it's going to be the execution of it. Like with with Fortnite, I love that idea. I love that there's skins for virtually everyone you know again i can be the xenomorph from alien i can be predator i can be superman wonder woman it's a just got released
1: today as well as blanca
0: blanca you can be fucking blanca yeah um
2: you can be ben Mendelssohn. i can the be name of that ben actor. mendelsohn absolutely <laughs> i can be
0: uh ariana grande like there's the musical crossovers aspect of it and some of the studios that they've been buying like harmonics and like garage band Again, I feel like that could all tie into it. So it's kind of exciting in concept, but I'm also angry every time I have to pay $15 for a skin, you know? So it's like, yeah, that's cool. But how much is it really going to, is it going to be a free-to-play platform? And you're like, look at this world, look at all these cool people. But you need to buy like a house to have a virtual space and that's going to cost money and you need to, you know what I mean? So in theory, you're starting to figure it out, Joey. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. Just make it consumer friendly, please.
1: They're not, no. Yeah. They're not going to.
0: I, yeah, I don't have any defense. I, like, I feel like John Hammond in Jurassic Park. I'm like, great, brilliant. You two are meant to defend me, and the only one on my side is a blood lawyer. <laughs> Th- I did thank n- you.
2: I did notice lately when we've been zooming together, you've had a little cane with a little amber. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a tiny Babu freak inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's my
0: no. metaverse. You're my Babu Free. <laughs> um, but what have you been playing, Ron?
1: Me? Yeah. Uh, besides GTA Online, which we've all been playing, uh, I jumped on GTA San Andreas a little bit, tried to grind out a little more of that 100%. And then uh, I've also been playing Why Is My Stomach Hurt? Uh, that's not a fun game. Is that from uh, the
0: Ukraine bundle? Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> um yeah. So like Monday, uh, I had like, I woke up for to go to work and I'm like, man, my stomach hurts. That's weird. Uh, and then throughout the day, just like progressively got worse and worse and worse. I'm just like, I, I'm going home and I went home and napped for a little bit. And then it was fine after that. Tuesday, it was fine. And then yesterday, I, same thing, woke up, cramps and just like pain and just like this is not good and I'm just like the entire time I'm like burping and I'm like burping up the, the food I had the night before so like you know Sunday night it was or Monday it was like Nashville hot like chicken and then like we made spicy beef and then that's what I was burping up Wednesday and like like man this is not cool like it hurts and I started looking <laughs> up and it might be like gastritis which could be caused by many many of things and one of the things is it includes spicy food which is something I had both nights before, which would really suck because I really like spicy food. So yeah, I'm trying to eat a really bland diet right now and that really sucks.
2: Did you tell everybody that we were synced up on Monday?
1: Oh yeah, no. Yeah, so also it was also weird because Paul also called into work. My wife uh, also almost called the work. She couldn't because she had a doctor's appointment later on so that would made it harder for her but she also felt like shit. And then who else was it? Uh, Jacqueline, one, Jacqueline yeah. had it too, yeah. So yeah, like all Monday, like everyone just felt like shit. That was really yeah. weird. Except me, baby. Except you. Because you're just a piece of shit. It just, make, <laughs> it just makes me think that you were the
2: one who somehow poisoned all of us, Jimmy. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Because
0: <laughs> I called them <laughs> a piece of shit. <laughs> Not a single one of you died, unfortunately. So. <laughs> Try harder but next time. The Ineffective poisoner.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, so you, you got your arsenic jar and your chili powder jar. i um, turned around. <laughs>
0: Everyone's like, "Oh, my stomach hurts." I'm like, "Damn it!"
2: <laughs> yeah, someone just a nice eat like a jar of chili powder. You know, the fuck? Damn it. it just <laughs> sucks because, like i've
1: I've had like hot food before and never had a problem. All of a sudden, this week, it's just the fucking worst. Uh, same thing. Like, I can't have coffee. Can't have caffeine. And, Another thing I fucking love. So it's like, I can't do that. The only thing we could figure is that we had over the, this past weekend, like we had done more drinking than we have normally done. Like we barely drink as it is right now during, uh, since the pandemic started and like, we basically drank kind of like three days in a row. and That's uncommon. Not that we were getting like shithoused or something, but you know, just enough to like get a buzz going. And yeah, that's, only thing we could figure is like something along those lines caused something but hmm. hopefully I can get over this and be able to eat spicy foods again because man I love spicy food. And I love coffee. feel okay today? Huh? You feel like, okay today? Yeah like for the moment. I mean like feel weird but like I felt fine like I, I didn't have like the, the intense pains or anything like that. Also when I got home yesterday I'm like I'm just going to go like nap for a little bit. Next thing I like I went to bed at like 10 in the morning next thing i know it's like three o'clock i'm like oh shit okay i guess maybe i was a little more exhausted than my body let on so yeah, my schedule now yeah but then i Go still s- at- no because then i actually went to bed and slept at night too and it was fine. Uh,
2: Joe- joey's expert scheme finally revealed <laughs> <laughs> i'm slowly
0: trying to shift everyone to a nocturnal schedule So <laughs> everyone goes to bed at dawn wakes up in the early afternoon Perfect. Oh,
1: so- i don't want to do that again Maybe bad. That sucked.
0: (laughs) Um but Paul, what are you what are you playing?
2: I'm playing GTA, which we can all talk about, um, including going through some of the tragic betrayals mentioned earlier (laughs) at the top of the show. But I've also been playing Elden Ring, baby! It is so good. Fucking loving every second of it. It makes me so happy. I hope it never ends. Um, It has been awesome. Yeah, no, I... Just got a awesome new set of armor, which I, I love. It you makes Send me, me a picture
0: of it. It looks yeah. fucking cool as hell.
2: Yeah, thanks, Joey. Yeah, I look like I look like a badass like corpse knight character. It's it's really, really awesome. I love it. Uh, I have like if, wispy hair. Yeah, sorry. If you've
0: ever no, I was gonna say if you've ever play if you've ever seen the original creep show movie listener, it looks like the dad from the Father's Day <laughs> skit or like segment, basically. Like
1: Where's it's a, my birthday cake? A Father's Day Cake. Oh, a
0: Father's, because, Day, cake. Father's y- Day, Day Cake. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And um he's got like a skull. Like you can tell it's like an actor with like a skull over his face, but it looks fucking scary as shit. So yeah, yeah, I love it.
2: Yeah, I've been I've been loving that. Um enjoying point in the world, I'm at I'm at level like i think 72 which puts me like roughly at half half the halfway mark for where i'm going to end up which i haven't actually found out if it's a cap or if it's just where everybody ends up landing for like pvp reasons at 150 so in theory i'm like halfway through um the 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 leveling process but no it's going super well i'm just yeah i'm just having such a great time and i i love it and you're maybe gonna be starting it soon, Joey, which thrills me, and yeah no i'm just I'm having a great old time
0: have can you be over leveled in that game? Is it possible like if you get to the level cap, are you comfortable and safe everywhere you go, or are there still plenty of bosses that would just wreck you?
2: No, I mean, like you're still i mean it obviously helps you know to be over leveled or leveled higher um it helps tremendously, but like I think that there's still yeah there there are enemies in the the world that are incredibly dangerous, and yeah could can kill you very easily um if you get a little over cocky it's it's one thing I actually talked to you about too when fighting regular mobs of enemies in the game because like when you're fighting bosses, your guards are your guards up and you're playing your absolute best because you're like this is a boss and they're tough and I need to take this really seriously but then like there are other moments where you're walking around the world and they're like oh, the mob of these enemies I've killed them a million times and then they just end up surrounding you and like you, you're doing something stupid and then they just kill you and you're like damn it yeah, <laughs> god damn it uh, yeah so and uh yeah <laughs> I don't yeah I don't know if um, you can ever get to the point where you just like you walk through the world and you're like nothing can stop me I'm invincible but yeah you can get pretty darn powerful and especially if you like tab and and farm like find a really good farming spot for for runes yeah you can you can become really strong like way early in the game
0: damn yeah i'm about to think about that to use my Stardy valley farming skills to harvest some some runes so this might be an unfair question because you haven't finished the game yet but Which do you like better? Not objectively is a better game, but which do you like better? Elden Ring or Ghost of Tsushima? I know.
3: Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, my
2: God. (laughs) Well, your question is more painful because now I feel like I'm personally insulting whichever game I... I, oh, 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 oh. Can I cheat and say that there are, like, aspects of each that I love in their own way? And so, like, I could never, I could never choose between them. (laughs) No, um, I don't know. I love, like, fantasy stuff, um, because Tsushima has that a little bit, too. Um, but no, I, 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 like, I love fantasy stuff. I love the, here go. Here's what I'll say. For, like, the variety of sort of experiences and builds and ways to play the game I think Elden Ring has it but like I will say though like I God I love Tsushima so much and I think that like the combat system in that is like, like they serve different purposes but like the combat system in that is like so friggin good and it gets away with it because like you're only fighting humans you're only using like swords or other like like weapons that can be like parried and stuff so like it it has its own limitations as opposed to i think what's amazing about elden ring is like combat can work in so many different ways against so many different kinds of enemies which is like Jinsekai never has to fight a dragon for example <laughs> like and yeah. like um and so like yeah i don't know <sighs> God, this is just me, like, 100%. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just stalling for time. Oh, uh, I can't. Okay, I, I, I need to... I think I need to play the fifth. I love them both so much. <laughs> okay.
3: But I have... Okay, I have beaten
2: Whoa. Ghost of Tsushima twice, so I'll say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll We'll check back after you finish Elden Ring. Maybe Maybe you'll have more, more clear feelings. But I, I knew that question would be hard, which is why I asked it, because <laughs> I get a sense that you love Elden Ring a lot, but I'm like, I know you also love ghost of sushima a lot so i I knew it would be kind of a hard question um i have also been playing elden ring in my dreams i have not actually (laughs) played it yet but i've had two dreams where i've been playing it and i'm like this has never happened before is it just that everyone's talking about it and so i'm like hearing about it all the time and like you and tab are playing it and everyone on every podcast that i'm listening to is playing it like maybe, maybe that's it but I do plan on playing it soon, but I've been still obsessed with Chrono Cross. I'm almost done with that in terms of my main goal is to get the platinum. And so I've beat the game. I mean, technically, I've beat the game like almost 20 times at this point. But it's it doesn't really equate to 20 playthroughs because you fight the boss at different times. So what I did was in order to get all of the characters, you have to do at least three full playthroughs. And I did those three. And then in my fourth... I was like stopping when saving and like fighting the boss at, at various times to get those trophies. And so I got all the endings and I have one trophy left and it's the trophy that where you have to recruit all of your characters. And that's the one where you needed to have done the three different playthroughs because there's an item you get near the end game where that gives you access to every character that you've recruited on every other playthrough that you've done. And so I have one more ending technically i haven't even started that playthrough yet i need to get to one more ending with a character harl my favorite character um where then i will beat it and save it and then start a fresh playthrough and just kind of burn through the story to the end of the game and access all the characters and then i'll have all the i'll have the platinum so why why is that your um, favorite character joey because she's awesome it's not just because she's a harley quinn which she is a harlequin i guess i it's, said it's harley quinn she's she is harley quinn um but I mean I I discovered her not long after I discovered Harley Quinn from the Batman series and so of course I was like I think I think I have a thing for female clowns which I still to this day I think may- maybe I do but not quite as serious as I thought at the time but no she's she's super playful she's super powerful she's very fun um you get to have her in your party for a while not not for the whole game unfortunately but um but yeah she's she's a cutie favorite favorite character but But yeah so i've been playing that and i will be playing Elden ring but let's talk a little bit about gta our continued exploits into that (laughs) so the reason at the top of the show that i called paul a backstabber was because we were playing it was me paul and ron playing on the server together and we were in a discord chat with our friend taylor and i ended up telling Taylor this long story about some uh, issue that I had with a student a couple semesters ago. And so like, as I was telling the story, I just wasn't doing anything. I just jumped in Ron's car and Ron was like driving me around. And then at some point Paul jumped in the car. So Ron's driving all of us around, but then I get to the end of the story and Ron had like pulled into an intersection and just kind of stopped or whatever. So we all got out and we weren't doing anything. We we're just standing around. So as not a joke, I don't know, just to do something I got in Ron's car and then Paul jumped in the car, and I bumped Ron a little bit, his character, just as a... You, just a
1: yeah, bumped me as you hit me and knocked me on my ass.
0: I did not... You f- <laughs> you fell a little bit. It was... You were, you were being dramatic. I barely grazed you. Um, with your own car, by the way, so you shouldn't be too mad. It was your... It was... By, by proxy, <laughs> an insurance company might claim... Anyways, it doesn't matter. So then ron was like motherfucker so ron goes into the menu and ejects paul and i from his car because it's his personal vehicle so we're in this intersection we get kicked out of the car and so then as just to kind of play along me and paul are like beating the shit out of ron's car and these (laughs) civilians are freaking out so they start hitting ron's car with their their car and so then i'm like ron is like oh you want to beat my car up so he orders mercenaries against me and i see on the screen it's like big bed ron has sent mercenaries against lospi and i'm like ah son of a bitch so i'm like i gotta get out of here so i jump in i steal a civilian's car and paul's like along for the ride you had no reason like you, he wasn't trying to get to you but you i have to admit you were like a loyal friend you were like we're in this together so you jump in the car with me and in, into a like a prius the gta equivalent of a prius and we tear out of there as fast as a prius can go and we're like you know going around and at first the mercenaries aren't like following us and so i'm like oh this is kind of anticlimactic they finally catch up they're shooting us blasting holes in the car and i'm like so we start driving up into the hills and they're right behind us and they won't get off of us so i'm like we need to like we just need to to make a stand so then we go up in like the little narrow streets of like the hollywood hills area the vinewood hills area in the game and i do like a dramatic like slide onto the road like a like in the movies like when the car's like and like slide sideways so i'm like blocking the road and we get out of the car and the suv of mercenaries pulls up and they jump out but we're already blasting them we're like fucking fucking i was gonna say romeo and juliet was it what is it what are the two bonnie and clyde up in this bitch we're like blasting holes in their car they jump out they're shooting us and we take them all out and i feel kind of proud i'm like i thought we were gonna i thought it was like a suicide mission i was just fucking around i'm like we're not gonna be able to kill these mercenaries. We take out the mercenaries, and there's no one else around. And I'm like, we did it. We fucking did it. And then I'm dead. I got shot from behind. <laughs> and I was so confused. I was like, where did I get shot from? And as the camera's spinning, saying, wasted, I see Paul. And I'm like, Paul, did. you didn't.
2: I did. I but saw. there was this
0: like long silence where Paul was like, I I I could tell that you were like I did not mean to do that.
2: (laughs) I immediately felt horrible. So from my perspective, yeah, we jump out, we're kicking ass. I'm doing that thing you can get away with in Rockstar games with shooting, where you just like it. Um, you have like the aim assist, so like it helps Mm -hmm. you get over. And so I did that to like literally the last mercenary, but I didn't (laughs) know they were the last mercenary, so I did it again. (laughs) But this time it was the side boob of a friend that i shot in with uh all my bullets and you went down before i could stop like because you know it's an automatic gun and i was immediately like no <laughs> <laughs> i feel i i would say i felt bad but that'd be inaccurate i feel bad right now even thinking about it so I, i'm shouldn't. so sorry i'm no.
0: so sorry
3: no 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 because <laughs> like
0: first of all like I, I was really confused because I, I thought we well, missed a mercenary. I was like, how, how did I, how did I die? Because it was such a thrill again of like, oh, we did it. Um, but number one, like, it's not like I lost anything, and number two, it was such a fucking funny story that I, it's more than worth. Like, I'm glad that you killed me because it would, it's so much more, <laughs> you know. And you collected a thousand dollars for it because of the the bounty that was placed when Ron something. Well, and then then
1: he then he lost nine thousand dollars because that mugger came and got him. <laughs> yeah oh no 900 but still your your
2: your goon (laughs) (laughs) took nearly all that money (laughs) yeah off of me ron (laughs) and and paul
0: is so nice that he didn't really actually think that you did it because i said that and then later i said "Ah, i can't believe ron sent the mugger after you and he's like did he really and i was like yeah like that's the only way you can get mugged it's like it's not a random thing like someone has to send a (laughs) mugger after you (laughs) so that was fun that, was,
2: that
1: fun. was fun.
2: Do you tell you should tell the gas tank story as well? Oh,
1: which... God. oh Ron, you should. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, yeah. so well, I'll try to I'll try to make this quick. So we were trying to figure out like, so if if someone destroys someone else's car, uh you have to pay the insurance claim on it. And so we were Joey was dicking around with helicopters and the Air Force Base and stuff like that. And I'm like, he had his car sitting by. Him. I'm like, you know, I wonder. I'm telling him this. I'm like, you know, I wonder what would happen if I pushed your car into the water. Like wh- if, if I like took another car and pushed it into the water, would it say I destroyed it? So I get it, get in his car and I drive it up towards the water. And then I get in another car and I start pushing into the water and eventually goes in and it says, I, I destroyed his vehicle and I have to pay his claim. I'm like, huh? I'm thinking like, okay, well maybe that was because I was the last person in his car sort of deal if i would have just maybe like if it was just sitting there and i pushed it in maybe i wouldn't get it so fast forward to the other day we were playing again joey walked away to pee or something i don't know and we had all just got done doing a mission and we all got dumped back into the into the uh, the map there and i'm like i'm gonna just push joey over by, by these gas tanks over here and i'm like Wasn't I already there? No, I pushed. I pushed you over there.
2: Yeah, you pushed you. Oh,
1: I thought I I spawned there. No, I pushed you in front of the gas tanks. Um, Okay. So I'm like, I wonder now if I were to push him into these gas tanks and make them blow up, would that all? Since he's already in the car, would I still be charged the insurance, or would he get uh, destroyed his own car? And so (laughs) he comes back. and what did you say joey oh this, i came this back moment.
0: and i literally thought that they spawned me there and i thought it was so cute because they like spawned me at the gas station like in my car and i was like that's kind of cute it's like i'm getting gas so I, I came back and i like put my headset on and i was like oh they spawned me at the gas tank <laughs> i think that's all i said <laughs> and oh no then no, you, were, no, no. you were like parked parallel, par- par- like par per- per- not parallel per- um, perpendicular. Um, perpendicular to yeah. me and i was like what did they say? I was
1: like, are you going to no, push me into the no, gas tank? No, you said,
2: did you push me here? And then Rob oh. yep.
1: I, <laughs> I just went, yep. I said, yep. And then immediately just hit the gas and pushed him into the gas <laughs> tanks, which then blew him up, but then also blew me up. Uh, but Joey not only destroyed his own car, he also destroyed my car and had to pay for my uh, destroyed car. So and
0: it was like a slow motion chain reaction too cuz he pushed me into it and you see the gas tank blow up and then you see my car blow up and then you see Ron's car blow up and immediately on the screen it's like you destroyed Ron's personal vehicle your your sanity level is increasing you're like all these alerts <laughs> being like you terrible person you piece <laughs> of shit you motherfucker and so i had to pay like like fifteen thousand dollars because it, it was like seventy five hundred oh, yeah, for you had, mine. You had to pay for your and seventy five hundred for yours. Yeah, so
3: <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but another thing where it was like what it was a dick move, but like it was so entertaining that I'm like, ah, you know what? I'll pay fifteen thousand dollars to to laugh like it's, that. It's it not good.
1: like you're gonna not get that money back. Yeah, yeah it is. It's yeah. just it's just GTA money. <laughs> I can I can give you the fifteen thousand dollars if you want if you want it that bad.
0: You can't though. I can GTA is shitty like I that. Can, I can I after I'll, we do a mission, you can like give can me do, the money yeah, I from can the give, mission.
1: Yes, I could do that. So I can give you the money back. So all right, or you could just win the car off the wheel. Whatever. Yeah, you I won a car too. You listeners. got plenty. Of, you got plenty of cars. So. <laughs>
0: Um, and it was one of the few ones where I was like, I kind of want to win that. Like a lot of times you walk into the casino and you're like, Oh God, I actually kind of hope I don't, I don't win that one. Um, but no, I walked in and I was like, look at that paint job, which I found out later is just a paint job you can get. Cause it's like a cool, like artistic, like, it looks like a bunch of paint splashed on it. And I was like, that's really cool, but you can get that at the pan spray. So yeah. not, not as special as I thought, but it's still cool. So I'll take it. And that's how you do it. That's how you do it. And speaking of, let's get to our main feature, Super Mario Brothers from nineteen ninety three, directed by Annabelle Jenkel and Rocky Morton, who were known for creating the Max Headroom series, which if you're old like us, you probably remember. That's that's old enough to where I don't even really remember that. Like I knew it was a thing. I remember watched it. I
1: remember seeing it, I remember watching it, but I was too young to understand any of it.
0: Yeah. I saw more like references to it, like in Back to the Future. There's a reference to yeah. it, but yeah, I don't. I never watched it. Apparently, it was a British thing, it was like from the UK, so maybe that's huh. why too. Um, but they've directed very little sense. But before we talk about the movie itself, other than to say, starring, of course, if you've not seen it already, Bob Hoskins, John, John Leguizamo, Dennis Hopper, Samantha Mathis, Fisher Stevens, Richard Edson, Fiona Shaw, Aunt Petunia from Get the Harry Potter yeah. movies, yeah. Um Lance Henrickson in his breakout role. Um (laughs) short but sweet. (laughs) Short but sweet. And then Francesca P. Roberts. And we'll we'll talk more about that, more about the movie, but I want to talk about our histories with it. So what was your familiarity? How did you come to discover this movie? When did you discover it? Let's start
1: with you, Ron. Start with me? Yeah. Uh I saw it like shortly after it came out in theaters. Uh I, could, I, no. I didn't, so I, we weren't really much of the, like, going to the theaters, like, the regular theaters. We would usually go to, like, the the cheap theaters, so, like, the second run and all that stuff. Me and my mom would usually go, uh, but I would, I remember seeing that on, like, when the second run theater got it, because it was, like, shortly after it came out, because it was pretty bad. But, yeah, I remember watching that movie, and I... I don't remember hating it, but I remember it being, like, not disappointing, but, like, it wasn't great. You know what I mean? Like, I enjoyed it, but it, something about it just wasn't right. I still liked it. I still kind of like it. I don't know. I kind of like it, too. I like it a lot. I think the I think the further I get away from it, like, the more I like it, kind of. Not in, like, the episode one is good uh, sort of sense that people are, like, having a realization i don't know if those people are wrong um
0: <laughs> don't don't get us started
1: <laughs> um but i mean yeah like it's it's it, it it's definitely got like it's super hokey moments to it but it's definitely a little more adult than i remember uh as a child um you should
0: watch the extended cut
1: yeah no i need to yeah. i need to watch this extra 20 minutes of footage um I'll, I'll do that on my own time now.
0: There's yeah. one line in particular that I was like, shit, we
1: can kind there's of a, see why they cut that. There's but. a reason it got cut, I guess. All right.
2: There is literally like a sex club that you pass on the street called the Coupa Kino. And the, um, the sort of, uh, Performance that night is titled "I Was a Teenage Mammal XXX."
1: No, yeah, yeah, I remember seeing. I do remember seeing that. that that's and you're that's like,
2: a, is this a Mario movie? Yeah, <laughs> that's not in the cut version. That's in the regular Blu-ray yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah, it's weird, and then just like the weird sexual innuendo that seems like it's a been fucking all I could think about is fucking. Dennis Hopper as Frank Booth in Blue Velvet the whole fucking time, not as fucking Koopa. Just like, Koopa wants to fuck! Like, you know. Well,
2: (laughs) Well, even like that creepy scene with him and Daisy, which is so gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
1: literally literally all I could think about, is him and uh, Monica Pacelli in in Blue Velvet and just like him, just like... (sighs) Huffing yeah, the yeah. nitrous and shit.
2: Only he's even creepier here, because he's like, every little he, girl remembers he the first his... time she kissed a lizard, and then he's like, yeah, 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 and you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. My, <laughs> notes, not good line. My <laughs> note for that, um, yeah,
0: I wrote that out, and I wrote, do they? I was never <laughs> a little girl, so maybe I'm yeah, forgetting
1: that. But
2: yeah, Also, how, how many little girls are you talking to, you fucking creep? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, he does shave his eyebrows, so... You know,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought they were bleached. I mean, it looked either they're bleached or they're shaved off. It was really hard. Yeah. I kept, I kept looking. I'm like, are they gone? Are they makeup? I can't tell.
3: Mm.
0: But Paul, before I see, we're we're jumping ahead a little bit. Paul, <laughs> yeah, what sorry, was your sorry. experience? Where where did you first see uh, it? How old were you?
2: Remind me, I have a uh, lead in line from the movie for when we want to talk about the movie proper. <laughs> I've been I've been planning it in my mind. Okay. Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was. Um, Probably early middle school, and I. This movie was available at my public library to rent, and so I rented it. Thinking like I didn't know there was like a, a like a Mario movie. Oh, I watched. I love this. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. You know what? Okay, here's what I'll say. The movie is definitely like there are many aspects of it that are like fun, charming, whatever. If you are expecting anything close to like. Mario <laughs> the Mario you've experienced in literally any other place what the actual fuck like I remember watching it and going like oh <laughs> the, ooh, the fucking
3: the, the fungus the and, fungus yeah, Please. and
2: it's so gross Your Highness, like, yeah uh, he literally shits himself out of like a giant like stalactite of fungus at I, one point I um, do
1: remember that being like really weird when I was a kid and like, like, it's it's still, it's still really weird now. Cause just, it looks so disgusting.
2: It's so disgusting. Like
1: say he
0: shits himself, but I thought it was like a testicle descending. Yeah. That's, that's
3: that's what that too, it like. yeah. It's like his
0: voice cracks. He's like, hello. <laughs> oh, it's Joey yeah. in uh, college.
1: Okay. Apparently, yeah. yeah.
2: But I was so weirded out by like, um yeah. Exa- and how like dark it was too. It's such like a weird, dark, like Blade Runner Mario movie <laughs> where like the world just looks so like dirty and like intense. And like a, a lot of it was tough for me to to, again also to follow and sort of wrap my head around as well which like at the time i thought was just me but watching it now i'm like oh no just like the the whole scheme and the plan and like what characters want in this movie sort of (laughs) yeah Yeah, like
1: it's, it's all over the place
2: it's a little wild um but no i um I loved um Bob Hoskins, funnily enough, from who framed Roger Rabbit, and he's basically playing like a very similar character in this movie. So I yeah, like that part of it I definitely enjoyed, um and remembered liking, but uh yeah. Yeah. So it it was a weird experience watching it the first time, I guess would be my way of summing it up.
3: I
0: yeah, I think I echo what you guys have said on two fronts. Number one, the weird experience part, and number two, Ron the I appreciate it more. I don't think I ever disliked it. Like, Street Fighter, I remember seeing it and being, like, so mad at the time when I saw it. I was like, this is not what I wanted. This is not what I expected. Like, these characters deserve more credit. I wasn't thinking that when I was a kid. But, like, some some version of that, of, like, I it seemed like they were making fun of it. You know what I mean? And I wanted it to, like, be, like, a seriously cool badass movie.
3: It,
1: it seems um, like in this movie compared to, like, that one, like, the actors take it more seriously. Yeah. They're, you know, like they know they're in a bad movie, but they're still giving it their all. Unlike they're, they're the basically every character, every person is Raul Julia, like one hundred percent. Like yeah. we're just gonna plow through this and do it, and we're gonna do the best job we can, sort of deal. And
0: I, and I think that's why I love it now. Like I, I will not defend this movie as an objectively good movie, but I fucking love it. Like the again, I was surprised. Like I thought, I remember watching it a handful of years ago. For the first time in a long time, I've seen it a number of times over the years, but like it's always like in these big, long, you know, stretched out things. And I was like, am I going to not like I felt like I liked it more last time? Am I not going to like it this time? No, I think I liked it more. And but when I was a kid, I guess let me go back. So I was probably like 10 years old when I saw it
1: around was, the same age. I was you nine. Were. So, yeah, yeah, you would have been 10, 11.
0: Yeah, I was I was uh, because it was nine. It was came out in early '93, and I was born in '82, so my my eleventh birthday hadn't happened yet. So I was ten years old, and I was like relatively recently super in love with video games. Like probably like '90, '91. Um, I played them when I was a kid, like a little little kid. But I don't know if I loved them. It was around like the NES era, going into the SNES era, that I was like, these are fucking amazing. I love video games. So. I was yeah I was super and Super Mario Brothers 3 was out or su- sorry Super Mario World was out by then. So I, I yeah I was all on on board and I saw it in theaters and I was like kind of kind of like ironic like I was kind of shell shocked by it where it's like I didn't hate it like I remember liking certain parts of it and we'll we'll talk about those but I do remember just feeling kind of weird because I I didn't when I look back now I realize that I felt like it wasn't made for me. Because it is so adult, like, there's stuff that's definitely in there for me, a 10-year-old. And then there's stuff, there's lots of kissing, and lots of, like, loving and stuff like that. And some of that resonated even as a 10-year-old, where I was like, ooh, Daisy. Fucking, we'll talk about Daisy. But, but then, like, Bertha, and, like, everyone's, like, smooching and, like, flirting and stuff like that. And, yeah, as a 10-year-old, I was a little bit like, oh... I don't remember any of this in Mario Brothers. Like, it was a little weird. And like the Scapelli stuff. But yeah, so so that was sort of my experience with it. Um, yeah, I,
1: I totally do not remember any of the Scapelli stuff. Even from the last like couple of viewings, I, I that part just totally gets blocked out for me.
0: When I like, saw it, I was like, oh yeah, like I remembered it. But yeah, if you would have asked me the plot of the movie, I wouldn't have said the word Scapelli
1: at all. Well, because that's a made up word. That's not a real name. There's no way that's a real name. <laughs> What sounds um, Italian but isn't? Yeah.
0: But let's, okay, let's, tra- let's transition, Paul, into the talking about the movie. In
2: the immortal words of Mario Mario. Strap on your belt, kid. We're going in. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of strap ons no, um, <laughs> I love, I love that was the most epic part of the movie for me when like he's all, you know, this day is done. He hangs his little belt up, but then he's got to go back and he's, he's gotta, like <laughs> immediately just reaches for it. Yeah, I love it. I love that shit. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> yeah, and see,
0: but even that scene, cause it's. Like at the end of a long day and he, like you said, he's hanging up his, his plumber's belt on like this vanity in his bedroom. And there's a picture of his girlfriend, Janice there, Janice, right? I think whatever her name was. On the mirror and he like puts the belt on the corner and then he like touches her picture like longingly. And I almost feel like there was, must have been a version of the draft where he touches his tools like that because he goes on to talk about the importance of tools and yeah. how much he loves his tools. And I was like, I kind of that would have been funnier. I think if he like hangs up <laughs> his belt and then he like rubs his hand over them <laughs> like my babies.
2: Yeah, but, um, he, he only, like, plumbing is his great, like, plumbing is his Batman, basically. Like, yeah. he has a whole, like, wardrobe where he opens it up and it's, like, the cowl, but it's just, like, it's too <laughs> Daniella.
1: Daniella is
0: Daniella. his tools. Daniela. 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 Janice is probably one of the other girls that were kidnapped or <laughs> one whatever. One of the Brooklyn but... girls. Yeah. But, um...
2: Now I'm imagining if Hans Zimmer did the um, music for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Bum. We're going in.
0: Boom! Boom! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone should do that. Someone should edit his music, like all of just greatest hits, like the cornfield chase from Interstellar. That like, uh, what is it called? The um, like the pipe organs, like the nee 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 Oh man, that would be amazing.
2: He's fighting Dennis Hopper in the snow like Batman (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) Batman.
3: <laughs> Where's the pie crunch?
0: <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Where's the crystal? Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: Although but we had how Cool, then kind of too in the movie. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Ron's like, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> Batman, I get it. No, but like, this was at the time when like. Mario's occupation was a big thing because in the cartoon as well, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which again, maybe we'll watch and talk about later, his uh, his occupation as a plumber was front and center of his characterization. That's so far from the truth now. Like, when's the last time we saw Mario being a plumber? Can anyone remember? I can't.
1: Like there's still pipes. Maybe maybe there's references in the rabbits games. I could see there being plungers and yeah, stuff in that. That's true. But yeah. that's probably the only reference. I've never played those games, so I have no clue.
2: If people actually use green pipes for pooping or you know showering, um, then he's cleaning all of those every time he like shoots through them. So that's
0: that's what he. That's what his job <laughs> as a plumber was. He's at a specialty. His expertise. <laughs> Was pipe cleaning. <laughs> yeah,
2: he comes out the other side. Is like it's a me. <laughs> and you are like, oh god, you're covered yeah. in shit. <laughs> That'd be right at home in this movie. By the way, you just have all that fungus all over. Oh, him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Originally, that was what the fungus was supposed to be. Was shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but so that that's our kind of origin of the movie. But the movie wasn't was was a flop all basically across the board the budget was approximately 48 million uh, the box office opening weekend so that so that was that was me contributing to that eight million eight and a half million for opening weekend worldwide gross so from you know release to when they took it out of theaters 20 basically 21 million so it didn't even make back half of its budget so. It was a financial flop in terms of critical res- reception, mostly a flop as well. 28% on Rotten Tomatoes, 35 out of 100 on Metacritic. It did get a B-plus from Cinema Score, which is the... I mentioned this in a previous episode, one of the movie episodes. It's the company that surveys people who are leaving the theater. So they go to like opening week or they like go to screenings and they interview and survey people as they're coming out. Those always tend to be higher than critical scores and like later user feedback so b plus sounds high but maybe it's a little generous because it's you know probably a lot of kids being really excited and walking out and not really knowing you know what i mean what they just saw like me i probably would have it like a b or or an a, maybe even like an a minus when i was a kid it was on siskel and ebert's at the movies 1993 worst of list i sent you guys that video they were not kind to it, but also Hocus Pocus was on that list. So maybe Siskel and Ebert didn't know what the fuck they were talking about because I love that movie too.
1: They also hated yeah. Lost uh, Highway. So yeah, yeah, you know,
0: yeah. Roger Ebert famously thought that video games weren't weren't art. So yeah, and he's yeah, dead right. now. So. That's what he gets. No, that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I liked him yes, a lot. If
2: Roger Ebert, if your relatives are listening, <laughs> <laughs>
0: we respect you. We yes. like you know I did I do. I did really like no, him. No, he I was
1: he was he was a very he was very good at his job. So
0: yeah.
2: occasionally he was wrong. We're all wrong about yeah. stuff sometimes. Yeah. But it he happens.
0: did call the Dark Knight a perfect movie, so he's also hey, like a genius. Hey so. yeah. <laughs> um uh. not everyone was hard on it though the washington post review says in part who would have thought that super mario brothers the movie based on the popular video game would be such a treat there are some i'm sure who saw the end of civilization here but relax this movie which was directed by music music video uh whiz kids rocky morton and Annabel and annabelle, Ann- annabelle jenkle is sweet and funny and full of bright invention in short it's a blast and that's the quote they used for the the dvd cover which i think actually i have right here yeah um it's right across the top of the dvd cover it's, it's a blast yeah yeah it's a blast with the exclamation point which is not in the review but that's okay um it continues <laughs> as you might imagine though the story is hardly the movie's main attraction hardly so it means that it is the main attraction. what makes super Mario brothers such a good ride is its rambunctious toss-away spirit morton and jenkel who also directed the remake of the noir classic doa Uh, and were creators of Max Headroom, have given the film a flamboyantly colored, densely cluttered surface that resembles, especially in the reptile kingdom, Blade Runner on a semi-sunny day. Wow. (laughs) And though they keep the action moving along briskly, they leave plenty of room for bizarro bits of fun. That was the exception in terms of reviews, though. Most of them were very negative. If you're curious, there's a site called smbmovie.com, and it's like a fan site Dedicated to the movie. Has lots of resources. I definitely recommend you to check it out if you haven't already. Um, they It's so funny, though, because their bias is so apparent. Um, because it's a fan site, of course. But they try to present the website in this very objective way. But then they do things where they'll like... Um, oh, let me go find... Oh, I don't even know where it was. Damn it. Um, they have things where they 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 share critical consensus like that's one of the kind of sub sub tabs but they will highlight the really good ones so they have um newspaper reception and at the top there's this little key and it says um this page lists the initial reaction and reception to super mario brothers from media in the form of reviews articles and video after its initial release in 1993 all the way up to the present A series of featured articles which contain exceptionally thorough or useful information are designated with an awesome bob graphic. So that's how they're classifying this. Exceptionally thorough or useful information. What do you think that translates to? It's good reviews. That's the ones that are exceptionally thorough (laughs) and useful the the Austin Chronicle gave it 1.5 that's not thorough or useful Chicago <laughs> Tribune 2 out of 4 that's not thorough or useful but the Cincinnati Post which gave it a 4 out of 5 <laughs> thorough and useful or they the just, entertain
1: the entertainment weekly uh thing that where it's just like a a, a one sentence blurb about it they gave it a B plus useful and thorough
0: <laughs> the New Straits Times from Malaysia that has no score <laughs> but offered a glowing review of the film from uh and compared it to Star Wars meets Indiana Jones. Wow. Insightful and useful. So Wait.
1: Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> what?
2: Star Wars meets
3: Blue Velvet. <laughs> hey,
1: Dad, I see more. Yes, for sure. Seriously, the, the... Dennis Hopper, like really, come on. Yeah. But the
0: the one I can't I can't find was there was a page on there where they were where they because they're trying to be again they're trying to present this as like an archive like this very academic thing but there was one part where they were what they what they do a lot is they'll say that something positive about the movie and then they'll follow it up with like criticism that people had and they literally lo- they make the font smaller for the part that's like <laughs> feature and where it's like some people accuse the film of this or whatever and it's like smaller font and like that's something I, I like catch my students doing rarely but like I'll catch something like that and I'm like you can't what are you doing what are you
2: doing <laughs> stop it just
0: stop <laughs> but but no this site has tons of fucking tons of stuff like video like toys um, behind the scenes stills I shared a couple of them on the uh, the yeah, next page I, of I the, saw
1: that who is who is that Who's that guy in the background I have no
0: there? No idea. I but I, that's one of the reasons I shared it because I'm like that. It almost looks like that's the real Mario. You know what I mean? He was on set <laughs> to like. <laughs> so for the listener, there I'll post this in the show notes if I can, if um if the podcasting platforms will let me, or at least post a link to it. But it's a there a makeup artist from the set shared a bunch of behind the scenes photos that she took with the. Creators of the site SMB movie, and one of them is of her with um, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, and he has like a little fan. And he's wearing the yellow suit, the like mustard yellow suit from the movie. And in the background, there's this dude in like this studded red you know leather he, vest. It, it
2: looks like he looks like one of the warriors. <laughs> like, yeah. Right.
1: I was gonna say he almost looks like it, <laughs> it, like the it, like if it was actually Toad, like Mushroom Toad. Oh, oh yeah. was he
2: supposed to be Toad? Did they like at the last minute go with like the
1: with Mojo with with Mojo guy? Nixon instead? Yes. Yeah. No, I think I think it was always Mojo Nixon, but.
2: He's like in case Mojo Nixon gets injured I'm ready. <laughs> yeah.
1: This guy
0: um, yeah. But yeah, he he's got like a Mario type mustache, he's got like a a silver chain around his neck, he's bare-chested I should say, the that red le- the studded red leather vest is all he's got on his on his yeah. upper he half. He
1: also he he looks very uh New Zealand or Australian. I thought I
0: thought that too. He looks Australian.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's got a very Australian look about him yeah
0: good day mate yeah
1: glad
2: to be on the mario set (laughs) (laughs) that's bob Hoskins. yeah
0: (laughs) uh yeah i i thought that that's what made that picture i was like oh that's nice she got a picture Uh, who the fuck is that (laughs) like he just he just captures my attention and then the other picture that i shared was uh, again of i think the woman in the picture it's a man and a woman standing on the film set you can see a bunch of people in the background kind of working doing their work but. The woman, I think, is one of the makeup artists. I'm not sure if the guy is, but the woman has a neck brace on. And one of the things we'll touch on when we start talking about the movie a little bit more is how there were so many injuries on set that I saw this and I was like, even the makeup artist, like what? Like, how (laughs) how does she have a broken neck? How dangerous was this movie? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, But I'll share these. I'll share a link to the site. Definitely check it out. Again, there's tons of pictures, tons of um, related media. So I joke about them being biased and using, again, like smaller font and stuff like that. But they put together a really thorough, extensive site. So so check it out. Um, but let's talk about the movie. So before we get started, do we want to just jump in? Do we have any like overall thoughts to kind of lead us into the movie? Or do you just want to start with the little nitty gritty notes and stuff that we took?
2: I think general impressions and then we can move into overall thoughts to wrap wrap our discussion up
0: oh you know what before we, uh, let me read the synopsis from the back of the dvd i usually read a synopsis i couldn't find yeah. a good one on like imdb or anything they were terribly written but the dvd case which i have which i tried to watch and everything hated it the playstation 5 literally said i will not play this disc <laughs> i put it in my, my my computer and it was just like making the weird fucking sound there is a circular scratch on it, which must have come from a previous player that I had. And so I think that's what it is. I think the, 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 laser just keeps trying to read that disc and not working, but, but I do have the, the DVD copy here. And so I'll read the synopsis from the back cover. It says, buckle up and hang on tight. The discovery of a parallel universe launches you into the adventure of a lifetime. Mario and Luigi, two wacky plumbers undertake a daring quest to save a princess in Dino Hatton, a hidden world where the inhabitants evolved from dinosaurs. Mario, Bob Hoskins, uh, and Luigi John Leguizamo face deadly challenges from a diabolical lizard king, Dennis Hopper, and much and uh, sorry, excuse me, and must battle giant reptilian goombas, outwit misfit thugs, and undermine a sinister scheme to take over the world. Blast off for nonstop excitement with Super Mario Brothers, the live-action thrill ride that dazzled moviegoers everywhere. Thoughts? What did you guys think? Were you, After all this time, you said you loved it more. So tell me more about that. Why, why, why did you love it more now?
1: I don't know. I, I feel like I was just able to kind of like gloss over. I, I think I treated it more as a film rather than like an adaptation this time around. Just kind of like watching it for what it was rather than for what it was supposed to be, I guess. Does that make sense? So I was kind of able to like appreciate some of like the little things here and there more. Also, too, I wasn't like watching with like a bunch of other people and, you know, clowning on or anything like that. It was just me and Andrea watching it. Um, she hated it. She 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 felt <laughs> it may have been worse than uh, some of the no. movies, which I do not agree with at all. Because yeah. I had a reminder. like, we watched Alone in the Dark. That movie was bad. She's like, eh. yeah, no, that was bad. What? I, I it, it's still not. It's not a great movie by any stretch. It's it's got a lot of problems, like Paul was saying. There's there's just too many fucking plot points going on all at once, and none of them seem to make really good sense. That, yeah, this fucking Scapelli. Like, I honestly, I don't, I don't remember any of that. Like, I do not remember that dude at the beginning of the movie. That that fucking creep weirdo too. Fucking hitting on yeah. Daisy too. Yeah, fucking
2: yeah, scumbag. Well, and we. Well, we interestingly enough, you get um, a full scene to at least help set them up in the the weird cut that Joey and I watched, where they go to like a restaurant for like a plumbing gig, and like the Scapelli plumbers are there, like overcharging, and like they're like going back and forth, and Bob Hoskins is like, ah, they're overcharging you. We should do it. That's you know, just two hour job max or whatever. And then at the end, the restaurant chooses the Scapelli um, plumbers <laughs> instead. So by then you're like, okay, this is gonna be a movie about like warring plumbers <laughs> and, yeah. and the mob. It's <laughs> basically, the Irishman with more fungus. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, I need to yeah. watch that extended cut. Um, yeah, I it. It's not a bad movie. It's not a great movie. It definitely has like. I don't know. There, like I said, there's just like more stuff I appreciate now than I guess I did as a child and as a shitty, you know, twenty something. Yeah, what about you, Paul?
2: I really I had a fun time with it. Um I did not remember that Ampetunia was in it. That was a shock. Um I thought that like I I love Bob Hoskins. I I thought he was a lot of fun. Um I loved that uh <laughs> <laughs> um, does Hopper is so weird <laughs> as King Koopa. Like that was whoa, 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 such a performance. Um yeah, I thought the the world was really cool. Um I like liked a lot of that. Um I also was shocked to discover that there was a deleted rap bat like not rap battle, but like Wrap between a uh, Iggy and Spike <laughs> in the movie that um you miss if you only watch the theatrical cut, um where they get on a table and it's yeah it's it's just horrible <laughs> but it's also amazing, um and uh, that was really good uh yeah I don't know I think it's super fun it's super weird it's kind of it's it's a mo- it, I don't know what I think what's really special about it is like it is an adaptation that could never be made now and that like. They like you feel watching that like they had the most uncompromising creative vision of like what Mario could be, and evidently no studio was able to stop them, you know, and and bringing that 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 vision to the screen. And like on that level, like I think it's really cool. And there's just all kind of weird shit too that I love, like how tiny the uh like the Goombas' heads are, you know. Like
1: what, one thing I want to say is like so when they devolve Mojo Nixon. And, like, he's a normal adult height. When he gets devolved, he grows, like, fucking three feet. Like, why did, why did all the Goombas, like, grow that much more when they devolved them? But, like, it's so their bodies were could... tiny, or their bodies were, like, bigger, but their heads got smaller. Like... It's so that
2: actors can put big shoulders on their, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> on their heads. Practical. So that... Yeah, and so that they didn't have to, like um, episode one, um, build the sets to be extra tall (laughs) for Liam Neeson and it ends up costing you millions of dollars. Um, Yeah, so maybe that was part of it. I don't know.
1: Speaking of Mojo Nixon, I just came across this little fact here on uh, Wikipedia. According to Mojo Nixon, he was cast in the role of Toad because the production wanted an actual musician for the character, but their first choice, Tom Waits, was unavailable. Nixon's agent pitched him... To casting as a third-rate Tom Waits for half price. Wow! Whoa! That's, speaking of, that's fucking great.
2: It is fucking great. wow. That's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. Speaking of um, casting things, they were going to ha- like pitch this to Tom Hanks to play Luigi, but because Turner and Hooch had failed and um, something else had failed at the box office, um, I think it was Joe versus the volcano or whatever. They 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 thought that he would never like carry a movie like he wasn't a bona fide like, movie star anymore, which is hilarious now if you look at oh, the yeah. career that Tom Hanks has had.
0: It's, yeah. it's especially because, yeah, most of those, because there was a lot of this person was almost cast as this person. like So many that I i didn't even know most of them because I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, Bruce Willis was you know almost cast. Like, there were so many of them about who was going to be Mario, Luigi, and, and Koopa, but I saw the Tom Hanks one, and what makes that one different is like the other ones were like, they were unavailable or they passed on it. Tom Hanks was, he wasn't a bankable star. I was like, oof, ouch. <sighs> like, those other actors look back and they're like, yeah, see, I knew it. When I saw the script, I was like, I'm staying away from that. Poor Tom Hanks was like, I was a- actually kind of upset because they-, they turned me away. They were like, no, you've had some failures. You're you're not a bankable star like Bob so, have <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone- yeah, it would
1: have been The Burbs, Joe versus the Volcano, Bonfire of the Vanities. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Uh, and then yeah Turner and Hooch
2: but isn't it like right around this time too where he won his two Oscars for Forrest Gump in Philadelphia like so it wasn't long couple, after couple yeah. he, after, yeah.
1: he yeah. did basically what turned what started turning around was League of Their Own in 92 I so, love that movie by the so, yeah.
2: way oh, it's so good
1: and then Sleepless in Seattle in, in 93 so the same year as Mario Brothers Sleepless in Seattle turned fucking Hanks around
0: which to go back to the time thing and the Harry, like you said, you, you forgot that Aunt Petunia was in this. Like I, That's when I saw Aunt Petunia in Harry Potter. I was like, it's the, it's the chick from the Mario Brothers movie. I was very excited. But now, of course, she is Aunt Petunia to, to very many people. Mar- Harry Potter, the first Harry Potter movie was only eight years after this, which wow. is just fucking just bizarre. The other thing is, there's another big movie involving dinosaurs that came out in 1993. And I just very quickly want to point out. Super Mario Brothers came out on May 28th, 1993, and opens in part with college students digging up dinosaur bones, and then a rich guy like stomps his way in there, shuts them down, and the movie is part of the claim is that dinosaurs are are real. Later that year, one month later, on June 9th, 1993, there's another movie that opens with college students digging up bones, a rich guy pulling up and shutting them down, and then the movie's (laughs) claiming that dinosaurs are real, which was... Jurassic Park. So yeah, but see
1: the thing is is Mario Brothers didn't have uh Alan Grant threatening to murder a child in the beginning of the movie. So, you know, that's
0: Basically he does. It's pretty close. He says he's like I fucking hate them. They're stinky, they're expensive. <laughs> he he threatens that kid with the fucking claw Don't yeah. give me that. That's what I'm saying. Like totally... that's that's
1: what Mario Brothers didn't have. Like if Mario Brothers oh, would have had I that, you were saying the opposite. No, no, no. I'm okay. saying if Mario Brothers would have had that and you know had him slit a kid's throat, yeah, this movie would have fucking sold like Gangbusters. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm not saying saying Steven Spielberg stole anything. i just it's a weird coincidence, just, but. um uh, but that comparison, and it's come up before, is always I think sort of useful because Jurassic Park changed visual effects in movies so much that I can't unsee that stuff. So when I see some of the special effects and the computerized graphics in Super Mario Brothers, I'm like, this came out the same year that they brought dinosaurs to life like it's it's painful how bad some of them are, but some but of them aren't that's the thing though bad. is
1: they focused a lot more on practical effects. In that movie, yeah. rather than digital, like some of the digital, some of okay. There's a lot of it you, r- really rough. Though. Can you imagine
2: that fungus in 4K? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's all over your TV. Ugh.
3: Oh, yes. <laughs> and a yes. Blu-ray
0: version came out, but only in the UK for whatever reason. So I huh. still don't have the pleasure of having it on Blu-ray, which I want. So
1: you can get it. You could just uh, from the UK. It should be. You can just. I think the PlayStation Five might be region free for movies.
0: Okay. Well, if it is, then yeah. I'm not paying thirty dollars for it. That's how much it is. Are you
1: sure? (laughs) 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 You've blown money. (laughs) (laughs) You've blown money on worse things, Joey. Come on now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um. Did the Ron? Did the opening? What was the opening of the movie for you? Because I couldn't tell. Maybe it's because it was so early because Paul, I think you mentioned this before we started recording, but Paul and I watched the Morton and Jenkel cut, which is the extended cut, which is like 20 extra minutes, which we'll talk about what that is in a minute. But like... I couldn't have, uh, they seamlessly integrated, seamlessly in quotes, integrated the extra footage into the film. And so it was really weird because it would look normal and then suddenly things would start to look a little weird and you were like, yeah, what's it, happening it, to the quality? And then suddenly you'd see time at the t- at the bottom. Yeah. But at the beginning of the movie, I didn't I didn't quite have that pattern down yet. So how did the movie open for you?
1: Uh it so I got until like the first basically the the, the scene where the The nuns are like unwrapping the egg thing. That's about as far as I got. So basically the only scene, there was like two scenes that were added. One was like a very short shot of like Koopa in the shadows chasing Daisy's mom. And then like another shortcut of him. Other than that, it was pretty much the, the same intro Wait. as far as I can remember.
2: Did you not have the claymation dinosaurs? That's why I'm asking.
1: Oh yeah. no, that was it. That's in there. Yeah. Oh, you mean like the very, very, very? Yeah. No. Yeah, the, claymation, yeah, 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 yeah. the claymation dinosaurs. That was that was in the movie. I remember oh, that. Oh. I okay. remember that from the, the theatrical <laughs> release when I saw it.
2: Okay, so we're, so what, was I the only one then? If it was part of the theatrical release, going, why does this footage look so awful? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like it looks like it was added footage. I, well, I think
1: I, I think yeah. that's. Um, I think that's some like uh archive archival like, you know, turn of the century like movies sort of footage. They were just repurposing that foot. They probably had access to it because it's probably in public domain. Like, we're not gonna oh, do a bunch of dinosaur okay. shit, so we'll just fucking I, use this footage yeah. from this like nineteen thirties film. Lost World or something. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah
0: but like no, I don't know. No, extended, not Jurassic
1: Park, Joey. The
0: extended version also did not touch that up though, because there was no sound. And it just looked fucking weird. Like, I I agree. I was like, there was was no sound. There was
1: like music and stuff over it. It was not
0: the music that you hear in the final cut, I don't think. It was was really rough. Um, And so that's why I I thought, too, I was like, I thought I remember that, but it's like super rough, super unfinished. So I'm wondering if there might be a small difference in there somewhere. but, But yeah, what about that opening? Like, a little weird, right? Like,. You couldn't do anything to make something more contemporary.
1: I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny that they use that. Why not? <laughs> what What else are they going to do? Like they're doing footage from, you know, 65 million years ago. What else are they going to do? Yeah, they're going to they're make some really shitty looking <laughs> CGI dinosaurs.
2: Well, but even just like to set it up with something, because it ends up being like the important like setup for the plot, right? Which is that there's like dinosaur world, human world, this Brooklyn, and then this Brooklyn, and like they want to combine them by the end. But like, yeah, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was kind of weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which maybe it's fun. It's fun because it's kind of weird, but it was kind of weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I,
1: I didn't have a problem with it.
0: I think it was probably a funding thing because like if they had more money, what they could have done was created another few practical dinosaurs like Yoshi and have them doing something like, you know, making a nest or something and then they kind of see the light from the meteor like that. So it could have seemed like a practical look at their version of dinosaurs, but that would have been so much money because they spent so much money creating Yoshi. So to create two other Yoshis that look slightly different, you know, or or even still different dinosaurs would have been super expensive so yeah, i can see but, why they did it but
2: well i think it's yeah they, they just ran out of money because they went so so much over in terms of like shooting and everything like i think dennis hopper said he was only supposed to be there for five weeks and he ended up being there for 17 weeks um which is you know ridiculous and then the entire final battle between them was supposed to be like totally different, um, and then it just became the two of them like standing on a bridge. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of like at the end of the first Brian Singer X Men movie where they're fighting in a gift shop. <laughs> you are like, <laughs> I, I wonder, I wonder if the uh, the budget got a little <laughs> nailed tight at the end.
1: <laughs> oh god, I just, I just fucking put it together. Now you are talking about the ending, fucking. That was the Koopa copter in the end of Super Mario World. Exactly. Yep. I, did, I just v- literally thought about that right now.
0: Yeah. It was the first time I recognized it, too, because I'm like, why have him be in this like floating cup? Because he gets knocked by Mario into this like floating, you know, just like big metal cup. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. Then I was like, oh, my God, it's this fucking flying copter thing from Mario
1: World. Yeah. yeah I, I, if that was intentional, who knows? But it, I think it was, <laughs> yeah,
0: there were tons of nods to the video games. Yeah. Um, so I think that, yeah, there, there was, especially since they, like as you point out, they're trying to like shrink budgets. I almost wonder if they were like, at some point he's going to, cause he like pops out at one point too, as his like reptilian self, mm, yeah. like part of me was like, did they mean for him to start flying around? Like probably, but that would have been super, super expensive too. Um, I do love in the opening, to go back to the beginning, that the miraculous world that Luigi is watching and how that kind of comes back into play, but it sets Luigi up as, because I want to talk about the characters, like Luigi and Mario, like their dynamic, Like Mario is like this hard worker, this blue collar type, he's very practical and grounded to the point where Luigi, who's more of like a dreamer, and part of me wonders if they influenced The later adaptations or like characterizations of the character because later Luigi does become more of kind of this aloof character. But, um, but yeah, Luigi's watching this show called Miraculous World, which is supposed to be like a weekly world news kind of show, and they're talking about alternate dimensions and everything. And he's like, Mario, check this out. And Mario's like, ah, that's garbage. But then Luigi says a line that goes on to be he he expands on it later, but he says anything's possible, Mario, you just got to believe. Um, and then Mario says, I do believe I believe the rent is due three months overdue. That's what I believe. So I feel like that is showing that early part of the relationship where, again, Mario is like so much more practical. But what did you think about that? Like their personalities? Like, is this what Mario was? You know, did did you feel good about this Mario and Luigi or? Does it feel kind of weird mischaracterization or anything like that?
1: Hmm. Now, uh, I don't know because now, like you said, like it feels almost like the, some of the characters are, are like they like the Mario and Luigi now are kind of loosely taking notes from the Mario Brothers movie because like, you know, Luigi goes into haunted mansions and stuff like that too. So he believes in ghosts. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I Probably as a kid, I probably thought it was kind of weird, but I probably didn't think anything of it because it was also a movie sort of thing, you know, especially because the way like they handled it, like it kind of, it was already like not what I was familiar with. So maybe I was just kind of like going along with it and just being okay with it, I guess. I don't know. What about you, Joey? Me? Yeah, you. I like
0: like I said I don't remember what I thought at the time because there wasn't a lot of Mario media you know what I mean there was the cartoon in the games they're not characterized very much at all in the early games so they uh, yeah. don't give you a sense of their like relationship or their dynamic
1: I mean I guess if you're going back to the Super Mario the Super Show like I watched the shit out of that and Same yeah I feel like it was kind of swapped I felt like Luigi was more the conservative, you know, like, we need to do this, Mario. And Mario was more the, like, ah, we got to just go have, you know, Let's go. pasta yeah. and fun and whatever. Yeah, pasta bowl. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, right. And
2: Luigi's like, uh, Mario. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but no, Mario is the one. Like, when they are going to go into the other dimension, um, when they get the... When Daisy gets stolen and her little face pops out and it's like, mm, that those those effects. But... Yeah, Luigi's like, let's jump to this fucking flat rock face and just trust, just like have belief and faith and just go. And yeah, Mario is the one who's like, ah, actually, no, that's fucking stupid. Which also, by the way, how does Mario in that scene flip <laughs> head over heels
3: because he's like
1: he's, he's so he's hesitant? Falling uh, one, I love, I love his fucking like. He's like, nope, nope. His right. like his pull back. Like I love all his movements. Like they were fucking great. Um, yeah. But yes, he ba- he literally just falls over, and then all of a sudden, his head over heels into the hole, uh, and then falling through in the most <laughs> terribly animated way. It's so good. It's so good. That's <laughs> really good. Yeah.
2: I do wish that they had the courage to give. Um, Luigi a mustache though in this movie because um, I feel like I feel like Luigi is supposed to be like the sexy younger character and like they're saying mustaches aren't sexy but dang it this is a Mario <laughs> Brothers movie come on fun yeah. fact
1: John Leguizamo cannot grow a mustache
2: yeah but like they've been doing fake mustaches in movies for eight million years we oh. have the technology also,
1: I want to see it also I'm lying I don't know <laughs> oh you son of a bitch <laughs> well,
2: I, mean, I, don't I don't believe care. that. Yeah, I would believe, I would believe it, but I wouldn't buy it as an excuse. I think they're cowards. I think that this movie was made in an era where, you know, Bob Hoskins could have a mustache because he's like older and he's like a fatherly, paternal sort of figure. But like the sexy young Mario brother can't have one. Bullshit. I, I wanted to, uh, to see that happen. By the way, on an unrelated note, what the fuck was up with the police guy who had like the one woman's like heel? on his like shoulder the entire time he was talking to
1: yeah, them yeah yeah with the the, and, the, uh, the guy who's like bringing him into the police station yeah, yeah. I, have, I have no clue is there a
2: reason for that because i watched that again and i'm like why is she there why is she like pressing into him and he's like not he's just hanging out now now i was like i didn't understand
0: well also in that one of the establishing shots of when they get down into the city into the alternate dimension the 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 what is it called dinoopolis or whatever
1: um. There's uh, a Dino cop. Hatton. Dino Hatton. There we go. Or or uh, Dino York. Get it? Dino York, like New no. York. Yawk. Dino Yawk. <laughs> <laughs> No, literally, that's what it says on the no, Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Jerry's response to the
3: filmmakers. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. If that screenplay would have, come, I would have been like, mm, nope. Um, but no, when they're doing like an establishing shot and they're going over the city, we see a cop. There's like a cop hanging from a light pole, and like reaching out to grab a pair of shoes that's hanging there. So like, that's what the cops are concerned with in that town or like, ah, someone threw a pair of shoes up on a light pole. I like, just
1: like it when they're doing that, like establishing shot, like everyone's a fucking idiot. Apparently like there's the one dude on the bicycle who just like rides his bike over the edge, like into the wall and flips over like, and he does it again later on in the movie too. Okay.
0: I'm so thankful that you said that because I'm like, I think that was supposed to be like a running joke. I just fucking missed it. Until this time, I noticed it because later... Because there's a fucking deleted scene of the car that at one point... So, we're, we're jumping around. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just jump around. So, at the one point where Mario and Luigi are in the car, and they, like, jump this ramp and land on another car, and that car's, like, driving them around. They
1: didn't... No, they didn't hit a ramp. They hit the car head on.
0: Yeah. Like, which is another thing. They just... Keep, whatever it is. They ramped up, and they landed on a car, and they're driving them around, and it's like, that guy's perfectly competent and capable of driving making turns and everything and then when they slide off the car and he's free he looks and he sees them and he's like oh and he looks back straight and he's driving and for no fucking reason and i think this was an added scene he hits something and, f- and flips over and that's like the fifth or sixth car that we've seen do that and it's like is that just how they drive there Or they're like after a certain point of time whether you're on your bike or in your car you're like I just gotta drive. Out. I just gotta flip my bike or my car. Like, is that a thing? What the <laughs>
1: fuck? I know there were just so many, just like random, just cars just flipping, flying out of nowhere. Just like for the most like mundane things too. Like, oh, but someone ran through this intersection. Well, best, I better just crash my car. It's over for me you know
0: now. I, I bet it. What it. What it. What it was was the the implication that they don't have brakes, right? Because the, the cop car when they steal it or when they're getting driven into the the police station they don't stop there's like a cable that catches them duh so they don't have brakes so that's probably what happened to the guy on the bicycle is there's no such thing as brakes that's so
1: fucking stupid
2: Uh, (laughs) a classic Mario joke I I didn't
1: well well, because when he's when when they're in the tunnel and they're trying to stop he's like oh it doesn't have any brakes I figured because the power's out the brakes don't work anymore because they're basically just glorified bumper cars at this point yeah Um, yeah, I didn't even think about that, that they got the fucking catch cables.
0: So later on, when that car, you know, Mario and Luigi's car goes off, he's probably just like, all right, time to stop the car.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm here. That's
2: (laughs) well, that's why you'd feel just as safe on like a mattress sliding down a tube. You're like, whatever. (laughs) I dreamt.
0: Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
2: Oh, no, no, you go ahead.
0: Did you read that bit of trivia? That, no. like, all the girls on the mattress almost broke their fucking necks? <gasps> because that scene, they said, was really complicated. So, this is the scene later in the movie where Mario is escaping with all the Brooklyn gals, and they get on this mattress, and they go down this, like, icy tube. Well, when the, when the mattress comes out of the tube, they actually shot it coming out of the tube, and Bob Hoskins was like, I am not going to be on that mattress. So, he had a stunt double... None of the ladies did, though, and when it came out, they they noticed it was going too slow and it was coming out of the pipe, so they took out one of the cables that was restraining it, and it came out going way too fast, oh, and it said that if you watch, they actually used that shot, so like one of the girls you can see grab on to the mattress, because they were 25 feet up, and they almost fell from the mattress. And so when they when it landed, it landed rough and it said like it flipped over and all the girls like landed on their heads.
1: Oh, so it didn't just miraculously float over the entire city in slow
0: motion. (laughs) That was painful.
2: in, In fairness to Bob Hoskins, too, I guess on this set, he was like stabbed four different times. Oh, my God. Like. He he broke his hand uh, um, his brother his own brother Luigi Mario broke his hand by like <laughs> slamming a door on it um he was like talk almost about drowned <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, apparently he pulled a real paw. <laughs> yeah oh man he really did you, you know what though i hope you follow Bob Hoskins' example, I guess he forgave John Lugoisiamo, <laughs> like right after it happened. So immediately, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, no, Joey
1: doesn't do that. Doesn't, no, it, doesn't it, it probably, forgive. Doesn't forgive. It probably nor forget.
2: Well, they probably were both in on it too, because I guess they both had such a miserable time shooting it that they were drunk all the time on set. So it's yeah. probably like, hey, we both are <laughs> a little loaded <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> it basically, everyone. So in all in all the trivia, most of this trivia, I think we're pulling from IMDb, but no matter where, like John Leguizamo's um, biography or his memoir, he talks about it and like every actor that talks about it. And there's quotes from Bob Hoskins where he's like, that was a fucking nightmare. They didn't know what they were doing. Like everything is, is pretty much everyone had a terrible time on set. The directors also seem to have a terrible time on set. Supposedly, they got a script for the movie um well they handed in a script that they were happy with that was a little bit more adult and kind of edgy and the studio was the one that came back and said no 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 we need it to be like kid friendly so they gave them a version of the script that they refused to let them change so and they couldn't say anything about it according to them so
1: that 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 sounds like a legitimate thing that could happen yeah considering how dark the movie kind of was and then for it to be like kind of pulled back a little bit like they they had a movie they wanted to make that they probably weren't allowed to which is maybe for the best i don't know
0: maybe speaking of the best fucking daisy number one it's weird that it's daisy right i mean
2: yeah what, no peach yeah. right? because
1: yeah. that's luigi's love interest
2: so the sequel <laughs> the sequel but i don't want him to leave um his daniella yeah daniella like i like them as a couple oh
1: yeah
0: that's probably, why but, they,
1: that's probably why they did that they didn't want to break up mario and Daniela, so they're like all right oh, we'll just put, could... we'll put daisy in it the
2: yeah. next movie would have been like your name's peach and she's like oh <laughs> okay okay <laughs> um
0: no i was you know 10 years old but i was full of love this was far before Aww. katie um i was so in love with daisy like the end sequence too, since we're jumping around, the last shot of and I think as of the the whole movie, in the original version at least, I can't remember if that's the way it ended in the one we just watched, even though we just fucking watched it. But like the last shot is of her. It's like a freeze frame of her. She like kicks open their door and she's got like these like ammo uh belts, belts across her chest, these like giant, you know, and she's got the gun and her hair's up and she's like her her clothes are tattered so you can tell she's seen some shit. And she's like Mario, Luigi, we we gotta go. Wait, what did she say? I have a quote in here
1: somewhere. I can't remember what she says.
0: Oh, God, I have so many. I have like five pages pages of notes.
1: I, I took like three notes. <laughs> like I, I can I can remember this movie pretty well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't write the quote down, but I uh, I was so so excited. Um, I can't, like I said, the quote is really dumb. It's like Mario, Luigi, we gotta go save the day or whatever. But I, I love Daisy in this, um, Samantha Mathis. I haven't seen her in a ton of stuff. I know she was in American Psycho, of course, one, another, one of my favorite movies. But I liked Daisy a lot. She was a damsel in distress. But again, I do love that at the end, she, you know, at least in that last sequence, she's implied like she because she was fighting too along the way. She wasn't completely helpless. But uh, but yeah, I thought they did a good job of like not just making her complete damsel in distress and again i love that last scene she didn't know
1: her true power yet
0: yeah um but but also she's like this really nerdy grad student you know what i mean like she's in charge of the site when they get there you know she's super awkward she has that scene with luigi where they're on the streets and they're it's kind of their first date and which is again this is where i said earlier that i learned everything i know from luigi luigi because he's so awkward and he almost kind of ruins it and like at one point he's saying something like um he's like ah you know I know I I'm talking all weird and everything so if you want to end this right now I would understand and then or she, sorry, Daisy says that. She says, so she's like, I'm sorry, I'm talking all this weird stuff. I know it's probably really nerdy. If you want to end this right now, I would understand. But then Luigi follows with, I was going to ask you the same thing. If you want to end this right now and you feel bad about that and you want to talk to somebody about it, you can call me. <laughs>
1: that's such a that's such a fucking good line. Like, I didn't get that as a kid, but
0: it's so... It's that it is a good line because he is starting by saying like he's agreeing, but he's sort of excited about it, and he's like, "I was going to say the same thing if you want to end this right now." But he turns, he twists it. He's like, "If you want to end this right now, and then you go home and you feel really bad about this relationship ending, and so you need someone to talk about it, call me." I'm like, "What the fuck? What was that? <laughs> <laughs>
3: so
1: fucking smooth. That's what that was."
0: <laughs> but uh, but anyone else crushing on Daisy?
2: Yeah, I,
1: I mean, Dennis
2: Hopper.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Every little girl remembers.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh speaking of, speaking of Dennis Hopper, I, I forgot who said. I think it was Luigi that said it, but they call them Rufflehead. Um, is that is that a reference to like Ruffles potato chips? I he, think so. Ridges, he has a little blonde ridges. Okay. okay i never caught that before. It was just like a, such a weird fucking line. Also, speaking of product placement, because I'm, I'm sure that was probably product placement, uh, Andrea loved the Reebok product placement on the Bobomb at the end. Oh, there. yeah. It's such a, on the little feet. Such a dumb little fucking throwaway thing, but it's so fucking good.
0: I love that little bomb too. Like even when I was a kid, I wanted a little babam. I still do. I have a couple on my desks. But like,
1: what I love is everyone's like so fucking like frightened of it. And then when it explodes, yes. it's not that big. Like yeah. it's it's literally just like a really contained explosion. But everyone freaks the fuck out. Like this thing is gonna fucking nuke the entire city. Especially because uh, like
0: Mario doesn't know what he has, he just like pulls it out, and yeah, everyone on the streets like oh, he has a bomb, and a they Bob-omb! all and and Bowser or a Koopa, sorry, excuse me, Koopa even like steps back like oh fuck shit, he has a bomb. <laughs> but I love it. It's like this fucking heat-seeking missile because it like falls through the floor, and Koopa's like hey, but no, that thing's like no, it's, I it's I, I have a destination. It's the yeah. snail. It is the snail in the. It is the snail would you would you i
2: literally thought about that when i was watching that scene i was like this is the snail it takes eight million years to get to wherever it's going but and you know he mario's got the goods because he knows exactly how many times to, to turn it you know even it's, his it's, first, it's instinctual his first in one. his yeah.
0: his plumbing dna but to go back to, Bo- to koopa's hair i keep wanting to fucking call him bowser um koopa's hair I, that's another thing I never really thought. Like when I was a kid, I thought maybe, maybe it's supposed to be, you know, just like future punk because I was so used to by 93 seeing so many 80s movies that would show like punk and punk, punk culture and hairstyles and stuff. So I just thought maybe it was supposed to be this thing, but it's supposed to look like Spikes. And that made me pay more, more cl- closer attention, which we can also talk about um Iggy and Spike because their hair looks a lot like their characters from super Mario world. Yes. So I'm like that, might, all of that's intentional. Like they're trying to, again, all of these weird subtle and sometimes not so subtle nods to the game. Um, what, what, what do we think of Iggy and spike though? Any, any adulation or condemnation?
1: I liked him. I, I mean, like I think it was maybe a little too much comic relief. Uh, maybe at first, but i I didn't have a problem with them, really. I did like the fact that they got i like the fact that they got smarter but were still dumb when they got smarter like that was like they just basically like acted like they were smarter by knowing a couple bigger words and then that was about the, the extent vocabulary of it. Yeah, the yeah basically just a
3: vocabulary
1: change, but they were still idiots um yeah, I thought they I thought they were fine characters honestly uh what would you think you like them?
2: I um, think that they stole the movie with their amazing rap on top of the bar. Um, see, yeah. I I
1: need to watch <laughs> this extended cut, man. <laughs> you
2: should. I I think
0: I loved them in part because of what you were saying earlier, Ron. Like they sold it. Like they really they were playing the dumb slapstick duo. But I thought that they both took their roles very seriously, and they were fucking awesome in it. There's a line that was delivered with such sincerity early on where they're looking, they're watching for Daisy because they're supposed to kidnap her, and they're in real New York, and they see her. (laughs) And uh, one of them, I I keep confusing their names even now. I can't remember who was Iggy Iggy and who was Spike, but one of them is like, there she is. And the other one's like, yeah, are you sure? And he says, two arms, one head, two (laughs) legs and it's like he's again he delivers it so straight yeah that that line's (laughs) pretty fucking good they literally all have two arms one head and two (laughs) legs um but that's how he but then you know and that's his so you think like that's fucking weird because he's right that is her but like if that's what he's using as like the (laughs) metrics like yes but then later when he sees mario's girlfriend he gets it wrong he's like yeah she's wearing a disguise i i know it. these tricky mammals or whatever like uh also, there was that walking that when they're chasing, they're they're trying to kidnap her, so they're sneaking after her. There's that fucking classic eighties and nineties bit of like people walking a big pane of glass on the street. Why was that? I've never, I've literally never seen anyone carrying a big pane of glass on the street in my entire life. But man, <laughs> movies in the eighties and nineties were convinced it was that just was a good thing. That
1: was a good. Thing. That was a good bit. That's a good bit. Yeah, it yeah.
2: still holds well, that's up. That's because movies in the eighties and nineties worked. It was the cautionary tale that all of those glass pane carriers needed you know, <laughs> to finally stop <laughs> creating all these hilarious but dangerous, you know, yeah. comedy accidents.
1: I, I love the, Dusty. I love the movies that like use that. In, uh, there's like I forgot what movie it was, but they use that reference. But they like end up going through the glass and then just like you see them and they're just like all cut up like oh my god you know it's supposed to be like a funny bit and they're just like all just like cut up
3: uh, I forgot what it's wrong.
0: which also probably wouldn't happen because like the guys would just fall with it like if anything that would knock the glass into the ground like the yeah. force that you would need to to and the force with which those guys would have to be holding the glass for you to smash through it like not not realistic but um also, Luigi, when he sees Daisy, which, again, relatable, he sees Daisy on the payphone, or like she walks up to the pay, and he's using the payphone, and there's like this really important call, and we they're like, all we the, need someone all down here. All the plumbers, here. as pretty yeah, as possible. I'll pay you whatever you want, all the money, or whatever, and Luigi's like, click, do you need to use the phone? Like that, I was like, fuck, man, this is I, this is where I learned it all, like, because <laughs> that would have been me, I would have been like, I don't care what this guy's saying, shut up, please. Please do you need a ride um but yeah i loved i loved that scene as well
1: did anybody else uh make the connection of uh i don't feel too good mr stark uh when they were getting transferred into uh present day uh manhattan i did not but yeah the particle <laughs> effect like the, the way they like evaporated yeah uh and also uh What's the fuck? What's the fucking fake ass Italian's name? Scapelli or whatever. Scapelli. Yeah. When he
2: gets turned into the chimp and everybody's just laughing. And at everybody him,
1: just, everybody oh. just like, instead of being completely horrified <laughs> yeah. by what happened, everyone's just like, yeah. ha, 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 "That yeah. serves you right, you mean boy." Uh yeah. Like what? And then just Dennis Hopper's like, "Ha, ha monkey." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the,
0: that classic line. <laughs> he's so amused by it (laughs) monkey the way he says it too
1: only in a way that dennis hopper can seriously though like why did they why dennis hopper like because he he literally is just like a child-friendly frank booth in that movie that's all he
0: is like barely child-friendly i don't don't know barely child-friendly yes
2: well they 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 had approached isn't if I'm re- remembering correctly, they'd approach like Arnold Schwarzenegger for that part uh, as well, It said right?
1: mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger and a whole uh, Michael Keaton were two on list. See, Michael, we were... Ma- Michael Keaton that, That's have a the- really weird choice, I think.
2: No, but that would have been perfect for our Batman Mario <laughs> cut. If you had Michael Keaton in the movie, it would have been incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Hoskins could have been flying away in the Batwing carrying a little bomb-bomb um, yeah, over the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> but I
0: did love his scene in the police station where he goes to pick up or he's go- he goes to interrogate Mario and Luigi and they they come down into the room and they think he's like a lawyer or, lawyer, or someone. Yeah. Um, and I I love that scene. like I love the way that he plays it because he is so slimy and there's already kind of something wrong but Marlon and luigi are just so oblivious and he's like he doesn't want to touch their hands because he's a germaphobe also which was
3: yeah a little weird like a what choice. where did that come <laughs> from yeah I'm,
1: I'm i'm assuming it's something to do with the fungus i guess like he yeah just that makes sense like he because everyone gets defungused like right. he's probably worried that like it, because it's ruining the city that if it gets on people it may ruin him or something like that i don't know
0: yeah when mario and luigi are being processed in the prison they say like step forward for for defungusing or whatever and they just and open they up like, the pants they and, and they spray, spray their the junk pants. what is that where the is that only where the fungus grows is that does the king have a kink now and is like <laughs> he gets into people's pants that's that was a little bit Weird, but no, I love
2: bomb bomb in your pants. Oh, god, yeah, (laughs) that's why
0: people are. Oh, it's a bomb bomb. They grab their junk, (laughs) yeah, you're like, no,
2: and then the fungus whispers, Trust the fungus, yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, Uh, trust the fungus bit was really dumb. I, fucking hated that. The fungus especially when Mario's got the little itty bitty mushroom and it just grows into a big one, like that.
2: Also, Luigi, what a himbo when he's like, "I'm I'm floating." He's like, "Oh wait, it's a hook!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And Mario, the, fi- the finally he listens to him. Every other time he's like, "No, yeah. no, Luigi, I don't have any trust. I don't have any faith." And he's finally like, "Okay, I have faith." Oh fuck. Um, but saved by the fungus Save again. By the fungus.
1: Trust the fungus. I'd high five
2: you, but you'd be an only child.
1: <laughs> I wish they would have just eaten the mushrooms and then like had a trip. And then that's probably in the adult cut. I bet. I bet there's a, yeah, you of, missed
0: it. Yep. There's a whole scene where they're
1: just tripping on mushrooms,
0: tripping on shrooms. Yep. No, but let's talk about the extended cut because there were a few deleted scenes. So Paul, you mentioned the one in the very beginning where the Scarpelli show up to the flooded kitchen and, and like intimidate the guy into taking to going with them instead of the Mario Brothers. And there's another deleted scene when they do the um it's the de, de- evolution of wait, is it? Oh, it's when they're de Toad. Um and there's like one of the technicians there sneezes and they devolve de- him into a puddle of goo. And then Oh, that's why
1: there's the puddle of goo on the ground? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. See yeah. like I just see, like, all of a sudden, like, he's slipping over the goo. And I'm like, where did that come from? Now it yeah. makes sense.
0: And then at the very end, when the Koopa too. gets turned into, yeah, Koopa gets turned into the pile of goo by Mario, that pizza that they kept trying to deliver to him, that he kept being like, yeah. not now, I'm busy <laughs> or whatever. The pizza guy, like, pulls up in his little car over the pile of goop and then throws the pizza into the goop and says... eat Eat this this. yeah (laughs) so So good there's a few deleted scenes that have something somewhat of substance but and the rap battle (laughs) and the rap battle i can't forget that (laughs) um but but the the most of the 20 minutes is like the weirdest little fucking cuts but it's actually super fascinating and like a course in editing because you can see they needed to shrink the runtime. So they cut out some parts that like some of it's completely inconsequential. Like in the beginning when Koopa is chasing Daisy's mom, there's a lot of cuts of like just shots of her running down the tunnel or like you said, Dennis Hopper in the shadows or something. But then there are things that I think do change scenes a little bit. Like when Mario is hanging up his belt, they cut out him hanging up the belt. So you only see the part where the belt actually gets hung so you don't get to see him like lovingly placing it you get to just see him putting it on the thing and mm-hmm. then he like touches the thing and then they also cut out when mario so they go on the shared date mario and um daniella you said yep, Danielle, forgetting her name, danielle uh and then daisy and luigi and mario has like a full-on kiss with his girlfriend mm-hmm. and they cut out the kiss until where to the point where in the regular cut, that's all you see is just like their lips separating, so like you can tell they kissed. But there's like they like kiss, like, like a blah blah blah
1: They cut out a kiss, they cut out a blah, blah, blah,
2: blah, blah, between um Luigi and uh Daisy Mario. later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Luigi Mario, where he's like. I've been chasing something this whole time when I, what I really needed was right here. My brother. And they kiss. Yeah. And then Luigi grows a mustache out of Mario's mustache. And you're like, what? Yeah. Credits.
0: That was the shroom trip actually. So oh, okay. We missed, yeah. I'm really got to watch this cut now. <laughs> but yeah, just a lot of weird little cuts like that where I'm like, I, I guess I can see, again, it's obviously it added up to 20 minutes, you know, or, you know, probably like 10, 12 minutes or something when like I, when that. When I checked,
1: but it was because the runtime on the movie is 100 or uh, an hour 40. When I was trying to watch the director's cut, uh, it, it said it was just over just over two hours. So, yeah, it's about 20 minutes extra footage.
0: What about Toad? Uh, what, what, what did we think of him being like a street musician?
2: Kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't even think as
0: a kid I fully realized, you know, like because I don't know that Toad was like a character. He was in the cartoon a little bit, but it was like there were the the Toads, you know. Well, what I no, mean? there was like,
1: there was Toad in the cartoon, like there was yeah. the the, the raspy ass Toad, and then there was yeah. Toad in Mario Brothers Two. Like he wasn't established character, but he was only in like that universe. You know, he wasn't yeah. in the he wasn't in the full because there's no toads in uh, Super Mario World. Toads don't come back until what? Uh, Might
0: shit. have been some of the Mario Land ones for Game Boy. I don't... I no.
1: didn't play all those, so... I, mean, aside, oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, Toad is basically, sorry, your princess is in another castle. That's like Toad. Like, that's the right. extent of Toad. Yeah, I don't know. Again, like, I you know, I watched the cartoon all the time. I read the comics a lot. Like, I knew what Toad was, and like... Mojo Nixon was not towed, and then they have him turned into a Goomba, which was ac- extra weird at that time. Like, I didn't quite get that.
2: What I also thought was really funny is that he's dressed like like an eighties punk rocker, but when he actually starts playing music, he sounds like Woody Guthrie or something, where like he's got his yeah. acoustic guitar and harmonica out, and you're like, Where are you from? <laughs> I do love the dumb
1: look on his face though when he has the harmonica. He's just got that like ah, smile.
0: Which did any was anyone else sad about the Goombas? That yeah. was sad.
2: And i thought was about was the goombas i thought it was super fucked up when yoshi got stabbed as well yes. and i know that's in the original movie but i'm like jesus christ no yosh <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yoshi and, and the goombas i just and maybe it's because we get to see someone being turned into a goomba but then like later when it shows one of the goombas who are like guarding the brooklyn gals and he's like coloring in a coloring book i was like oh that's so sad <laughs> Because I think the the implication is that they've, you know, reverted mentally and cognitively to, like, a younger state, like, but I was also like, is this a child? Like, did they, you know what I mean? Like, oh, there's God, no yeah.
3: Didn't even think about clear that. way of knowing that. Yeah.
1: Well, um, and, and
2: then when they're all, like, kicking that one that he, like, falls on top of in that room and knocks out, you're
1: like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. Are, are there any children in the Dino Hatton?
0: That we see? I don't yeah. know. I don't think so. Not that I can remember. The old lady bit, though, that was good. <laughs> that old lady when Mario and Luigi first yes. get there and she's like... Do you boys have you a boys- weapon?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to need one
0: in these streets. And they're like, yeah, no, we don't got one. And she's like, oh, good. Stick them up. Ah, that was good. And then Bertha comes in and saves them. So let's talk about Bertha. Because when I was a kid, I was just so... I Again, I had no idea, but I was like mario kind of likes her but he's using her at first but then later he like appreciates her and she's a villain at first but she also i don't like that her name is bertha like why not name her like birdo or something like something from if you're gonna do fucking toad is like a a street musician why not name her like birdo or some other mario thing because bertha in part like number one they don't really reference her size that much except for the part where iggy and spike are caught um, where they call her corpulent and large, but like, other than that, they don't really play up too much about her weight, except for the fucking fact that the name "her Bertha was like a stereotype, typical, well, like fat woman name in the nineties.
1: Big Bertha is a character in Mario brothers. In Mario brothers? Yes. It's the fish. It's the big That's fish. That's Bertha? Big Bertha. Oh, is and the, it's red. It's the big fish that tries to eat Mar- that tries to eat Mario. oh Oh.
0: okay so that makes more sense but but no i go ahead sorry paul
2: well i was gonna say too the way they characterize her her fatness becomes important because she's like an imposing you know powerful character but i like that i like that she wasn't just a joke though that like she was allowed to, which is, like, super uncommon whenever, like, fat people are on screen. Like, she was allowed to be, like, sexual in a way that wasn't just, like, funny. And, like, she was, like, meant to be, like, dangerous and beautiful. And, like, Mario and her have, like, a little fling. And, like, it was cool. And she ends up helping them at the end. Yeah. Like, it was, it, I was really worried about it watching it with, like, a fat studies lens. But, like, it was surprisingly progressive <laughs> given what I was, I was sort of expecting. For
1: sure
0: i especially because yeah like you said i didn't remember i remembered her character very very well because again like when i was a kid i was like oh shit especially like they're kissing and then later on they kiss again like i was so confounded by her as a child but yeah as an adult i was like oh man this is gonna be so bad they're gonna really fuck her character up but again they don't like there's no comical references to her weight again even when spike and iggy refer to her they don't do so in like a disrespectful way they're trying to think of a word to describe her and they don't even use fat they're like corpulent very large woman that's it like they're not like And that could be taken a big,
1: you know multiple ways like you know she's very ample you know right sort of sort of thing yeah. but yeah like and she, it's not uh, go ahead
0: oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say even when they're dancing and like mario's and they're like flirting again there's no like joking references to like Oh, big woman! Like we're so, used, especially in the eighties and nineties, so many references to. There would there would have been like a joking reference to that, but they didn't, and I was like, "Damn, that's fucking cool!" And I also yeah. I love the villain to hero thing. That's one of yeah. my favorite like tropes, and they do that. Um, and yeah, I, she's this big, powerful, imposing force, and it's.
2: I actually thought Bob Hoskins Mario cha- like channelled you a little bit, Joey, when he is like when he f- totally fails at flirting with her the first time. They comes up, he's like, "I would yeah. love to. I would love to, <laughs> you punch. Could <laughs> <laughs> you punch me again?" Like <laughs> it was so the way you, the hair is so beautiful, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I think you know this this character would totally show up on Joey's list. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way your knuckles, <laughs> yeah. <way>
2: <laughs> you were, you were, you are Bob Hoskins. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right, here's the,
0: I'm, both, I'm, I'm Mario and Luigi. Oh, will you hit <laughs> me again?
1: Mario. I've never seen such fluidity. The way your knuckles crunched as you smashed them in my face. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then dance with me. I'll hit you all you like. Yeah. <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah. That's
2: good shit. That was cool. Shit. I also love that they they put them in their, Those like. Like very 80s like suits. It was very fun.
0: <laughs> Mario made a few comments about gender. Like Mario is a little bit insecure about his like gender because when that he's like he says something like where would you get these suits? um Hold on, I think I have a, I think
3: I have a quote oh yeah
1: they, they were they uh, were what what is it? there they were our shit. What is that line? I can't remember it because I also thought that was like really weird too. Yeah, it's just like just a weird fucking line in general. <laughs> Fuck, what, was what was that? I should look? I
0: should categorize these fucking these notes because I just have so many. They're in chronological order, but I don't remember where that that scene was near yeah. the end.
1: Yeah, it's closer to the end, maybe like sixty percent way in the movie. That's when that happens. Uh, but yeah, something yeah. like they're they're like, oh, this is the, these were our girlfriends' uh, suits or something like that.
0: Right. Yeah. Early. So early. Very early when they're at dinner and they're doing the double date luigi says oh yeah mario was my like my mom and my dad and mario's like hey 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 and then luigi's like okay my my dad just my dad or whatever um but then yeah when they have to wear those colorful suits he he makes a comment about like where'd you get these and lenny and spike say they're their wives and mario says and you wear them like he's like you know so shocked and they say completely matter-of-factly yeah sometimes when we have a date it's like, let the, they have no problem with it. Like, who the fuck cares if these are, like, feminine cut yeah. suits or whatever, but is So Mario's, like, the, you know, I think... And he's supposed to be that character where, again, Luigi's the younger, more... You know, contemporary, like, yeah, just give into it, Mario. Who cares? And Mario is a little bit more rigid, a little bit more like he's like comradely, like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm a man. I gotta, I gotta, gotta, gotta be a but, man.
2: But that's what makes the next scene great is that he totally gives that up in his dance with Bertha uh, and ends up. Getting, getting, getting through it all, and yeah. getting, getting the crystal, and, getting some fucking riches no, too. Get the crystal. Yeah, there's that scene where he's like fishing it off of her boobs with his mouth, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I totally forgot <laughs> whoa, about that. <laughs> whoa, Mario! <laughs> but she was into it. She's like, "Whatever." <laughs> yeah, I was like tickling the back of her neck, and she was yeah. like,
3: oh, good. Um,
0: yeah, in that in that deleted rap, I forgot that I wrote down one of the lines um, between Spike and Lenny. Uh, you might. Ron, strap in some some next rate rhyming. All right,
1: I'm I'm locked in here. Koopa,
0: the party poopa. That's that's like the chorus of yeah, their okay of the rap. I'm following but along I so I, far. I do love that sign. That, that 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 scene was sort of important though because that was actually their change of allegiance. It's them turning, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there's like a hint at it before where they're like, I, I kind of feel like we're on the wrong side. And that rap was them coming out and trying to get everyone, which they do. They show later too. But that was them coming out to everyone in the club and being like, Koopa fucking sucks. You know what I mean? Like, why are we on his side? Like we should be rebelling. So it's kind of weirdly an important scene. It's terrible. But
1: <laughs> that's probably <laughs> that's <laughs> probably why then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but speaking of music in that scene, everybody walked the dinosaur, a little bit too a little bit too overplayed. Um, I've got the power it is all the, over it the place is the in George, the early nineties. George
1: Clinton version though, so you know
0: it is good it's a good song but even at the time when i was 10 years old i was like this is kind of cheesy but love is the drug i still like that song that and i feel like that scene too when they're dancing to love is the drug i kind of like that one that was my favorite song from the that scene
1: what else what is what else are these deleted scenes in 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 entail any other big ones here
2: No, only, I just wanted to say why we're mentioning music. Roxette, almost unreal for the credits. Come on.
3: Yeah. You
2: got it, Mario bros. Fuck yeah.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. I don't know about the deleted scenes. I mean, again, like so many of them were just, it's like you see a little bit more of the Goombas on the elevator, like just little weird little few seconds. You know what,
2: though? A lot of the sexuality is cut out of the club scene. Oh, yes. which is which is important because like it's also why the kisses i think are censored so much too because there's like you know a lot of like and what we learn from behind the scenes like actual strippers you know amongst the extras just like being sexy and like so many of those transition scenes where they're like walking through and we're seeing all of them are like cut out
0: not to mention lena uh Um, what's her name?
2: (laughs) Ampetunia? Ampetunia.
0: As as you may know her. So there's a scene where she gets caught at the end. So she is like she she turns against Koopa because she wants to be with Koopa. And Koopa's like, I don't care about you. I care about like taking over this other world. So she finally gets it through her head that like he is not he does not give a shit about me. So she has the stone, the piece of meteorite at that point in time that they need to like switch dimensions. But Daisy is the only one who can use it to actually merge the dimensions. But she, Lena refuses to care. She's like, I'm, I'm using it. So she steals the rock and she's going to go put it in. Koopa finds out about it and has her arrested. And the cop, as he's arresting her, and again, this is so weird because you can see where it was cut, where like the time comes out. <laughs> yeah. He arrests her and he's like, you know, gotcha or whatever. And she says, would you care to negotiate? And she like looks <laughs> up at him. Yeah. And she like raises her eyebrows. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like and that- she's gonna fuck him <laughs> yeah yeah and we know that this cop is into some shit because again we established earlier in the movie that like scantily clad woman pressing her heel into his back presumably for his whole shift i mean we only yeah. saw like two minutes of it but he's like well i have this spot in my back just wanna <laughs> step on it <laughs> one thing i want
1: to point out though is when she you know eats it and gets shocked up against the wall um why is her skeleton way bigger than everybody else's? Did you notice that when her like skeleton is like up against plastered up against the wall? And they
0: like you see them walk next, and they're to it. walking yeah. next
1: to it. She's like a, a full foot and a half taller than they are. She's like she's almost lady. She's almost lady D size at that yeah. point. Which
0: also, she's a little kinky too. She's like a little bit of a dominatrix and she makes a lot of outfit changes. She looks pretty good in that movie. I'm just, yeah, she does. I legitimately do think that there was an amazing shot when she's running and she's going down that hall, down the hall to the meteor, and like her cape is fluttering Mm -hmm. and her hair is all wild. And it's like you can see her, like, you know, silhouette against it and the cape. I thought that was actually a really cool shot. You know what I mean? Like, if, if anything, that's what I would have been... Sh- that would have been, like, the cover of the movie, like... <laughs> fucking... <laughs> There's one scene... And Lena Gone Wild.
2: <laughs> What's that scene of she's like, I want you, <laughs> and he's like, not now!
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that one... There was another slightly cut scene, too, where yeah, in the yeah. mud chamber, and she's walking up that long mud pool, which, again, just, to, like, fucking movies. I would want to be there when they were creating that mud pond, because they really created it, because then we see Spike and Lenny come in and walk through the mud. But when she enters... And she's walking up. She's, like, saying, like, sweet nothings to him. I don't remember what she said. I didn't write it down. But she's, like, talking to him, like, yeah, like, I want you, that kind of thing. And most of that was cut. They just started it right when she, like, approaches him and she's like, hey, what's up? Like, that's where they started. Yeah, because
2: like, uh, then, then that makes his line later of, like, not now, if maybe later, but yeah, not now or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, because it's not just, yeah, the scheme. It's like, <laughs> she wants to like fuck. Which, yeah, the 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 the, the theatrical cut totally just like, tr- I think, yeah, tries in a lot of different cases to like eliminate those parts of the movie, which, yeah, it's, it makes it kind of weird then. He-
1: like, hearing some of this cut stuff, I really wish that they would have gotten me- gotten to make the movie that they wanted to make. I feel like they should almost like kind of go back and like release the script or something like that, the original one. That'd be pretty neat like at least like read what they wanted to do Um,
2: especially when you learn that the original title was i was a teenage mammal (laughs) so we were just talking about the soundtrack
1: uh i'm looking through the actual theatrical soundtrack here and uh apparently uh fucking marky mark and the funky bunch were on it joe satriani uh megadeth queen don't remember any of these songs Queen? Queen, yeah. Uh, Tie Your Mother Down was apparently on the soundtrack. So one of the things that I'm reading here is that uh, Almost Unreal was originally written for the film Hocus Pocus, but was never used and ended up attached to the Mario film instead. (laughs) The changed, angered Roxette co-founder, uh, Per L, or whatever, however you pronounce his name. Wow. Yeah, it was Whoa! a to be news for another bad 1993 movie, Hocus Pocus. Whoa, okay, hey, okay, hey, okay, okay. I, I'm, using, I I'm, using Ebert I'm using Ebert's words, I'm using Ebert's words. <laughs> okay.
2: okay, I was going to say, I didn't realize we had a podcast with yeah. the <laughs> ghost of Roger Ebert. <laughs>
1: Hocus Pocus is a great movie. It is a great movie, um, it is a great movie. Yes. I didn't which, know Roxette
2: was going to be in it. That would have made it a better movie. <laughs> well,
1: it was passed. They thought that it didn't need it. So The
0: weird connection too is that that Hocus Pocus was a Disney film. Uh Super Mario Brothers was a Hollywood Pictures film which was bought by Disney, so is now a Disney film. So Oh, look at that. My favorite Disney film Super Mario Brothers. Wow. Um also in that scene that that where they're all on the meteorite and Lena's you know put and then eventually Daisy comes and they're trying to get it out and the, the portal is open. Wait, are
1: we talking about the the adult version or you just said a lot of words there that uh? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a tunnel and Lena and. Coming now, yeah. coming, yeah, um,
0: and all the Brooklyn gals come come down there. Kind of now, I'm like <laughs> paranoid about my language. And the the, the girls are coming. Um, the girls, <laughs> the Brooklyn gals arrive, and they're And Luigi's like, "You got to get got to get through the portal or whatever." And they're like, "All right, see ya." And they're just going one by one through, and you they're just plummeting to their death because, if you might recall from earlier, just, that portal is on a, the yeah. there's a crevice. And just a fucking drop. And so they're like, let's go see you. Oh, dead. <laughs> we see them ah! alive, but I'm not convinced.
1: Nope. it's all fake. It was all inside job. Yeah.
0: I, I was going to just say fake news, but one of the trivia <laughs> things, which I'm like, I don't know that I buy it. It said something like, King Koopa may have been modeled after Donald Trump. And on the one hand, I'm like, again, the language of that. And there's no citation for that. But in that prison scene, in that, you know, when he goes and he's pretending to be the lawyer, I couldn't fucking help it. I was like, that's Donald
1: When Trump. When, when when Andrea first saw him on screen, she's like, hey, it looks like Donald Trump. Like, that was the first thing yeah. she said when the first shot you see him. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, he was, he was a, a big, pr- like, that's about the time that, like, he was starting to really blow up and, like, become popular for just being rich. So...
2: Yeah. Well, attached to New York as well, which I mean, this is a movie that's totally entrenched in like New York references and culture and everything. Um, like, you, I never thought I'd hear Mario talk about the Knicks so so much. In a, <laughs> but uh, no, but also like, there's something very Trumpian about everything having like Koopa in its name, like in the street and like the big poster
1: running know, for president. So, yeah. Oh God, that's huh? yeah. Mario Brothers well, predicted the future. Ko- Koopa Tower because oh, yeah. Yeah. there's
0: Trump Tower. Yeah. yeah and his, with his name on it and everything and his face everywhere. Yeah. So.
2: Well, I think Lena is feels the same way about him that everyone of Trump's ex wives. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> oh, jeez. They all had the fuck you, I'm taking the crystal for myself <laughs> moment. Yeah.
0: But the thing is, like, if he wouldn't have run for president or especially if he wouldn't have won, I'd, I wouldn't have fucking. It wouldn't have been a second thought. I wouldn't have been like, you remember that stupid fucking rich guy from the 90s i bet this is i wouldn't have thought that i would have just been like this is koopa but now that like he got this national platform and like we really have like a magnifying glass on all his behaviors and the patterns of behavior that have been going on for decades i was like shit like he especially because i'm not from new york so i don't he's been in my consciousness so minor minorly over the years until the presidential stuff so
2: It does color that scene with Daisy in a very different light as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Every little girl. Oh, oh god! Oh god!
3: But and and
2: then later he's talking to Lena. He's like, "What? That was locker room talk." Come on, yeah. <laughs> what, that's oh how I talk to all my
3: daughters. Yeah.
2: Oh god! Oh god! Oh god. Yeah, Daisy based on Ivana Trump. <laughs> oh
1: I think that's Dang. a good point. Then this this podcast on.
2: Wait, does that make Luigi and
3: Jared Kushner? <laughs> oh god no um
0: are we wrapping up is that what you're saying i think i think i think that's good good enough i have so many more notes hold on let me go through yes let's rapid fire let's let's let's,
1: let's scan through some of these here
0: yeah so um let's strap on your belt kid we're going in paul you pointed out that line i love that um another line of lenny and spike where they absolutely sell sorry sorry iggy and spike where they absolutely sell their idiocy is when they're trying to figure out percentages so one of them is like let's see zero for five I don't know let me think um, and he's like what percentage is that and he's like let me think I don't know <laughs> it can't be good
3: <laughs> but again
0: like he fucking sells it he he looks like he's actually trying to think of it and I think that's the thing is if they were playing it really dopey it would be I would have been cringing out of my skin the whole time but they fucking sell it so much and I, I love that the uh, I just love all the the references to the Mario world when they're again kind of showing us through the the like the Bullet Bill neon sign and then the Bullet Bills are also the little things that you load the, into the, the Stompers the, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there's the Thwomp sign which mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that's from
1: I think it's just saying Thwomp
0: yeah I think it's on the like, boots
1: too I think the I think the boots are branded Thwomp the Stompers yeah.
0: Um, I also love when they're arresting Mario and Luigi for being plumbers, and Mario's like outraged, and the cops like, "Cops like, you know the law," and Lu- or they're like, "You're a plumber," and Luigi's like, "He is. I'm just an apprentice." <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that's it. I feel like I'm forgetting. Oh, oh. We talked about the Goombas already, which again, I feel so bad for them, especially when Toad gets set on fire. Oh yeah, like. I was oh, like, I'm yeah. so glad that they had the, Daisy save him because yeah. I was so fucking sad even as a kid. Um, but you mentioned like their little heads, and it, I was thinking when I watched it that they completely flipped the design of the actual yeah. Goomba characters because Goombas are all fucking head, and, like little body and then big feet. <laughs> They're all head. These are all body, little head. <laughs> You're big so feet. right. Um, <laughs> and
2: they love dancing, which they is do like dancing. A they funny. They love dancing. Note for this. That's adorable a, that's
0: such a dumb i love the one with thing, the little I goggles it, yeah. oh, i was yeah. like they got horace grant someone <laughs> devolved <laughs> horace grant from the 1992 chicago bulls but um <laughs> then there's the the video game reference because of course you have to have it when they're hot wiring the car and luigi's like going to town and mario's like how do you learn this and luigi's like comes from sitting on my butt playing video games all day that's right there's a practical use for them yep. parents
1: and then, the us- then using the super scope as a devolved gun i yes
0: that yeah i want there's two props that i want from this movie like if these props exist i want one of those super scope six guns and i want that giant globe in the office where he like he's telling them about <laughs> how the just, world is nothing but a city, city and it's, endless, it's just the city desert. and all desert yeah it's so, it's so i love good that he spins and it's fucking it. massive why do you just, need a massive globe
1: <laughs> and it just spins and it's just blank and i then know just towers
0: I want Towers. that. I also want to say that Fiona Shaw is actually, as Lena, is actually really good. Like, there were scenes where I thought, again, like, she was really selling it. Like, when yeah. she... And I could... Because I couldn't even read it. And I think it was supposed to be that way, where she was, like, so contemptuous to Daisy. But then there would be a scene where she's like, she's like, you have your mother's eyes. And you can see her yeah. soften a little bit. And then later, when she goes in there, and she's, like, basically telling Daisy, like, the plan or whatever. And she is sort of, you can see that she's, she's kind of sympathetic or she's like maybe seeing a younger version of herself where she's like, I used to be kind of innocent until I got way too um, ambitious for my own good. Cause that, like, ambition is really to, like, what I'm yeah, yeah. so Yeah. Cause, Cause every little yeah. girl remembers. <laughs> Melania, <laughs> don't be like me, please. Right. I- <laughs> <laughs> um, but even in just her physical acting, like the way that she, reaches out to Daisy for a second and touches her hair just a little bit, but then she like flicks her hand in such a, and it's so fucking minor. But again, I think it shows that Fiona Shaw is, is really good. Lenny and Spike call Koopa cousin. So Iggy and Spike, Iggy and Spike. God damn it. I even wrote Lenny in my notes. God damn it. Um, Iggy and Spike call him cousin. Uh, Luigi is not his brother. Mario just found him just like the egg or whatever. So, He's kind of adopted, like an adopted son almost. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I love Yoshi. I thought Yoshi's design was actually really good. Yeah. So fucking cute. I was so well, fucking cute. sad for him. He's such a yeah. smooth motherfucker though. Because like when Daisy's like, oh, he, like kisses her hand. It's like, man, that's how you do it. Luigi's yeah, he's got more more
1: games than you guys did. Exactly. I did love,
2: um, um as a quick why we're saying things we love, that scene where Mario sneaks in to save all of the Brooklyn girls, and um maybe it's just because I have a lot of like extended family now who are from Long Island, but when he does the elaborate hand signals thing, like all that like thing with Danielle and she's doing it right back and they're so synced up, but then she tells them whatever, like,
3: Oh my god, oh, Mario! Mario! Yeah, yeah, like immediately <laughs> you come <to> save us! <laughs>
0: Which, again, so perfect <laughs> example of weird little stuff that was cut. Because there was, like, scenes in that scene, a bunch of little seconds here and there of, like, a little bit more time of seeing Mario, like, laying on the grate and stuff like that. But, yeah, I love that. I love the line, uh, when they go down underground later on and there's all the pipes everywhere. And they're, like, on disrepair. And Mario's like, this is a plumber's nightmare. These pipes haven't been serviced in years. And I was like, me too, man. Me too. <laughs> but, um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Katie if you're listening <laughs> Katie We
3: need a plumber That's gonna, that's gonna help yeah.
1: Joey's case yeah. right there She yeah.
0: hasn't If she did listen she did not get this far She's like I've made up my mind I'm not accepting that friend request In fact I'm gonna sign into my Facebook account For the first time in 10 years and reject it um, yeah. You guys mentioned The the fungus earlier I loved that I love that it was like breathing When they went up to it and you could see it like that was disturbing, but I thought the effects were really cool. The computer in Devo Chamber 4, which I thought was interesting because they say Devo to mean de-evolve, but they say de-evolve and not Devo or like evolution, you know, um, but it plays the one-up theme when Daisy interacts with the computer. I thought that was kind of cool. I love that Luigi was so honored to meet the king, the fungus king. And like Mario's like, what do you tell? Well, yeah, because he's fungus, trying to support you know I mean? her,
1: uh, his daughter. So,
0: but I mean, he it looks genuine. Like he looks like he's like, oh my god, I'm in the presence of a king. Like he's not just dismissive, like, oh hello, king, you know. Like he looks really excited, which I thought was kind of endearing. Um, I think that's it. I think there. I have, again, I have more notes, but they're all pretty stupid. So.
2: This is all making me think, too, that James Gandolfini would have made
3: a great Mario. <laughs> oh, he would have.
0: <laughs> and weirdly enough, I do have to wonder how much the mustache was a thing, because in one of the interviews when I, don't know, I keep forgetting his name,
1: Bob Hoskins,
0: Bob Hoskins. Yeah, was like talking about he was like, well, I kind of have the shape for it and I have the mustache. And it's like, was that really was that really a thing where they like so adamant like we have to find someone? That has a real Mario. I I mean, what do you
1: what do you know? I mean, you know how fake mustaches can look sometimes, especially in the nineties. Yeah, I guess that's that's the thing Mario's known for is the mustache. Yeah, and the it's a me Mario. That's why Chris Pratt. That's why Chris Pratt's (laughs) going to be the best Mario ever.
0: Yeah, there's also a post credit scene. Do you see that? Why? Oh no,
2: I didn't see that.
1: Yeah, the yep,
0: uh, they, uh, people all give Marvel all the credit for like you know, but no, it was, Nintendo was there yep, first. It was
1: it was it was two uh, Japanese men uh, offering two people or someone uh, an interest in the in making a video game out of it, and it ended up being uh, Iggy and Spike uh, talking about what they would name the game that they would make based off of them. Uh, I forgot what the names yeah. were.
0: They were pitching the game the idea to the Japanese businessmen, and they were like, "What are you gonna call this game?" And they were like, "Iggy's World." and like a couple <laughs> of other stupid names, and the Japanese businessmen were like, "How about Super Mario Brothers?" So <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that was was really funny. And then some of the trivia, I think you guys already pointed out, most of the the really funny stuff. Um, Bob Hoskins described the film's production as a fucking nightmare he says (laughs) the whole experience was a nightmare it was a husband and wife team directing whose arrogance had been mistaken for talent Uh, after so many weeks their own agent told them to get the fuck off set or to get off set (laughs) fucking nightmare fucking idiots. That's what Bob Hoskins said.
2: I get it from his perspective. Yeah. 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 They Um, were not very kind to him physically. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. It says the cast and crew disliked the directors for allegedly obnoxious and controlling behaviors. Uh, They were constantly rewriting the script to the point where the crew members stopped memorizing lines because they were like, it's going to be different when we go anyway. So... But then, one of the directors, uh, Rocky Morton, reflected in 2016 and called the experience harrowing. He said that he and Annabelle Jankel Jen- um, agreed to make the movie based on the script originally written by Dick Clement and Ian La- uh, Frenais, I think, Renée, um, which focused on Mario and Luigi's complicated but loving family dynamic. But then the studio interfered and was like, nope, needs to be more childlike and comedic. So...
1: Well, yeah, yeah, when you look Um, into it, it it turns out like they were given a completely different script to work with. And so it's just like I can understand like their frustration and like trying to do any little edits that they possibly could get by. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I also understand the frustration of all the people working on the movie because then they also have to change all their stuff. So,
0: yeah, it's hard to yeah you and especially when you're sold the like dennis hopper apparently was sold that original vision and was like yeah that sounds cool and then you get there and you're like
3: what (laughs) i'm
0: doing what am i doing but um nintendo was famously pretty diplomatic about it i mean of course behind the scenes they were like we're never doing another movie again Um, but publicly they were very sort of again just kind of polite about it shigeru miyamoto said Quote, in the end, it was a very fun project that they put a lot of effort into. The one thing that I still have some regrets about is the movie may have tried to get a little too close to what the Mario Brothers video games were. And I'm like, I don't know if I agree with that. And (laughs) in that sense, it became a movie about, or the movie that was about a video game rather than being an entertaining movie in and of itself. And it's like, "Mm." I don't Um,
2: don't know about that one. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I think Miyamoto's nice, but
3: yeah.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Nice
3: yeah.
0: guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, he, what he, I think he's trying to say like they should have focused on making it a good story and then fitting in the video game elements. But yeah, <laughs> it, it sounds like he's saying like, oh, this is too much just like the video games. And it's like, no, I don't. I don't like Bertha was a fish that I completely forgot about. And now she's this like badass woman. I don't I don't that's it's not quite like the video games, but
2: I don't think Bowser grabbed um Peach and said every little girl remembers yeah. the first time they kissed a lizard. <laughs> oh, you don't remember that from Lost Worlds?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Or> Lost Levels? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: um Yeah, all right. Well any anything else? I've been kind of rapid firing through my notes. Anything else anyone wants to add in closing?
2: No, I would just say, trust the fungus, trust
0: the fungus, dear listener. And thank you so much for listening. I still love this movie. I love talking about it. Uh, you can find us on social media. If you want to email us, if you watched along and you have thoughts you want to share, we'd be happy to read them at pretty at at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at lost for Man, Ron on Twitter at big bad, Ron and on Instagram at not big bad, Ron and HanselBoyFrank boy, Frank for his kitties. And I think that's about going to do it for the week. So
2: thank you for you listening. Know. Nothing else. Nope, it, there's nothing else. It doesn't have the fungus. It doesn't have the wraps. It doesn't have the Bob Hoskins. But it does have a bob fantastic good time. That's, of course... <laughs> Thronebreaker! Wonderful game. Um, like Mario Bros, um, clearly underappreciated. Um, you know, but, uh, super worth checking out. Anyways, um, if you liked Bertha, you got a powerful sort of female lead at the center of that story. Um, if you liked, uh, sliding down things, um, maybe there's something in there for you too. Can't remember, um, but check it out anyways. Um... Yeah, Thronebreaker. It's great, awesome. Taylor, you already said you're going to play it, so I'm not going to call you out. So, uh, yeah, just can't wait to talk about it. And um, yeah, pick it up. It'll be awesome.
0: All right, we'll pick that up and check out next week. We're going to be playing a game. We haven't figured out what game yet, but we'll play one of our old games or maybe we'll come up with a new one. But yeah, take a listen next week, and we will talk to you then.
1: Bye. I, God damn Bye. Goddamn you, one suave fucker.